Bring the ship up to broadcast depth. We're going in. Into the hideouts. Our country is now in the beginning of the Great Regression. Major steps are being taken backwards because those who are afraid have hijacked the government and the media. They fear diversity, creativity, and the questioning of authority. Now, more than ever, it is time to unite in a place where you can still be yourself and the freedom of expression continues to exist. Enter the hideout and be heard. What what what's new? Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one. If you have a singular wireless phone, that's I, how you beat somebody in the hideout. Pick up the phone, dial those numbers. I'm Al Hefe. That is J Dubs. Come on into the hideout tonight. Dubs only here yeah. in voice. Uh, of course, he picks a slow news day to go on vacation. Uh, we do want to hear from you though all night long. Hefe. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one. If you have a singular wireless phone. Ah, uh, I am El Hefe. That is uh, J Dubs. Soundboard Dubs, I guess yeah. you could call him. Uh, also here too with me, uh, Matt Albert, uh, Ghost Mike, uh, Ghost Writer, <laughs> Third Mike. Uh, Chuck's Corolla, our executive producer, You're is, a retard. is in the uh, in the booth this evening. Tommy Bateman, director on the Talk and Roll Controls, and we have uh, the interns. Mister uh, Manhole is uh, screening your phone calls, yeah. and also too we got Pillow Pants who's hanging out as well. And his heartbreak, I believe, is on uh, the website uh, podcasting from last night. Okay, well. Um, Gee, uh, a little news uh, going on today, if you happen to be paying attention whatsoever. I woke up this morning uh, fully expecting, I don't know, usual Thursday chunks, Fat Man Diary. Yep. Um, we've got a lot of uh, a lot of stuff that we want to pass along to you. However, uh, I get online, and immediately I see what's going down with the, with the foiled plot. And it, my first thought is... J Dubs is flying today. Yeah, I heard that, Hefe. And I'm like, here's what I need to do. I need to come aboard Dubs and make sure, because usually the way it works, because I flew literally all last week, and all last week when I was flying, it, it kind of become lax a little bit whenever you go to the airport. As in, you know, you could get there, ah, sometimes an hour before even. Were you able to squeeze through, and the security just wasn't didn't seem like it was as tight as it had been before. Especially here. Um, yeah, like I was well, I was very surprised when I left Orlando to fly to Houston. I got I got there to the uh, to check in like 45 minutes before. Yeah. I mean, less than an hour, and made it with 20 minutes to spare. So I was absolutely shocked how easy it was, and I was actually pretty excited about the fact that flying was no longer such a Tremendous hassle. And then everything that went on uh, today um, happened. And I know that Dubs was taking off at 2 o'clock today for Las Vegas. He's doing a little uh, Vegas getaway. And I immediately call him and I wake him up. I'm like, dude, you better get to the airport now. 
It looks uh, ah. it looks horrific. So that's why I then got the call earlier. Hey, Chunks, uh, you better get over here now. I'm Ex- like, what, man? All right, K-Mike wants to know why Dub sounds so smarter tonight. So My much- butt really stinks. Oh. <laughs> or, or not. I guess he doesn't. Um, so anyway, I immediately, uh, I want to go through and kind of get you the latest um, as far as the terror plot that was uh, foiled. By I think I guess it's mainly the British government, but I'm sure you know the Pakistanis helped out too. I guess. Uh no, they were the ones. Who, oh, oh, yeah. Oops. Okay, so here's what it was: the terrorists apparently were planning the dry run within two days. I guess it was their rehearsal, dress rehearsal, of seeing if they could sneak all of this stuff onto the plane um, coming up. For what they were going to do was. Um, blow planes up over uh, the Atlantic. So flights from, I guess, Heathrow to the United States, somewhere in that transatlantic flight, they were going to get blown up. You think they had a cast party after the rehearsal? <laughs> yeah. I, see, I don't, <laughs> Just, here's the thing, though. I mean, you you wonder if they're all getting together and be like, hey, we made it. Did they give out uh, gifts to all the brides and grooms? <laughs> I don't know if there was a little bag of goodies that they do like at the Oscars. Here's... The latest that I got, and I'm sure maybe you guys, have, uh, if you're keeping up on it, the um, they planned to conceal their uh, their liquid or their gel explosives in modified sports beverage drink containers, and then trigger the device with the flash of a disposable camera. With the flash? Now, because I heard earlier that it could have been the electronic interference from an iPod or a cell phone. That could have set it off. This is the latest that I had gotten off of ABC. I don't so, even understand how that would be possible. I don't know if it's something with the frequency or what it is. but And the other thing I had heard, too, and that's what it is. Just rampant speculation all day long. Oh, and it'll continue with you, uh, if you would like, 407-916-1041. Um, but just, and the other, I had also heard, you know, the... To unlock your cars, yeah. you know, and you hit that, and you know, you know, and it'll unlock your car. I heard that was the other thing too, that they were also looking to uh, trigger this. I don't want to start a conspiracy, but that sounds like something Napier would do, where <laughs> he's just gonna find like some laundry detergent and a car battery and just blow something up. See, I that completely is, agree. It is, um, it is very much. Thank you, soundboard dubs. Um, it is completely. Like a MacGyver thing, because I don't know how you would like. I don't. I don't understand chemistry. I don't even know how I passed a junior year of high school. I was in honors, <laughs> and I still don't know what's what on the periodic table. Um, but I do know that the what they're like putting together seems like to be the most abstract. I don't understand how something like that could take down a huge plane. Over the Atlantic. I've got a taser and uh, 300 airplane seats and a beverage cart. Um, Do you see anything we could do with that, Osama? All right, here we go. Let me read this off what I got from ABC. ABC News has learned exclusively that the plotters plan to leave the top of the bottle sealed and filled with the original beverage, but add a false bottom. Hmm. So, like what? Like Jurassic Park? And filled with the liquid or gel explosive. The terrorists plan to uh, dye the explosive mixture red to match the sports drink at the top of the container. This way they knew they'd be able to get it passed through security, even if they were asked to unseal and drink the beverage. Can you believe this? I mean, look, I don't want to... 
you got to be somewhat smart yeah. to like come up with it. Like, who thinks of this? I've thought of that before. Because you know, when you go on a plane and you go in an airport and you figure and you see this and you see the security, you think, I wonder how I could get a bomb past this well, place. Well, do how? Who thinks that? I do. Yeah. Yeah, me too. I've I couldn't even get a keychain that was a weapon past security. Oh, I remember. I heard about that. Actually, the first few times I did, then some bitch who knew what it was like, you can't take that on the plane. That's used to bludgeon people. All right, now it says this. The flash in the disposable camera has enough electrical power, they apparently believe, to set off the homemade explosive. And there are a number of homemade or modified... Um, commercial liquids that it would have made effective explosives with enough energy to damage or destroy a plane. Don't you think it would look obvious if you're trying to take a picture of a Gatorade bottle? <laughs> Just No, <laughs> and you know why? It could be a stupid MySpace photo. That's what it could end up being. You know what I mean? And here is my Gatorade bottle in, over in, Greenland. In an airport bathroom. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Phil in the 386 here in the hideout. What's up, Phil? Yo, man, you know... I was watching on the news. They were saying basically that, you know, you could basically set off this thing by just taking a picture, you know, and it's uh, with your, scary if you're on a plane. With your camera phone? A camera phone or no, no, they actually didn't say that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, but right here where you're talking about what I got in this news story about the uh, the flash from just like a disposable camera. Right, yeah, yeah. yeah uh, exactly, yeah. The, it's kind of scary, you know. Oh, think about it. If you're on a plane and that happens, you're doomed. Absolutely. Hey, Phil, thank you for the phone call. Now, let me... I'll, I want to retell my story from Monday because we were at the live broadcast in the Extreme Midget Wrestling. So I'm on my flight from Detroit to Orlando, but we had to stop in Atlanta. And there was a Muslim guy <laughs> with his family, and they were like, I mean, they were everything you would think. The women, you could only see their eyes. They were like ninjas. It was like Aladdin. <laughs> right. Yes, very much so. And this guy was dressed all in white. Like the dad with his big beard. And the thing about being in all white that I heard in the last couple of days when people are marching and protesting is when you're in all white, you're ready to die for your cause. <laughs> so we're on the plane, and he is in the row. I'm in the aisle. He's in the row in front of me across the aisle, so I can see him perfectly. And oh, I had my eye on him, all right? I'd like to think that I, you know, wasn't profiling. In the middle of the flight, this cat takes out his phone, and it's on. And I start panicking. I'm like, you're not supposed to have your phone on on the plane. Uh, and he's looking at it. And he looks like he's about to, like, punch some numbers. And and I even admitted this before. I'm such a bleeding heart liberal. Yeah, I'm not going to lie to you. And I hate racial profiling so much because it has happened to me that I didn't want to get the stewardess's attention to say, hey, you may want to check out the ultra, uh, you know, devout Muslim with his phone on as we're at 31,000 feet. I actually bit my tongue because I didn't want to look like a racist. I think there's certain points where you don't have to think like that. I mean, it's it's just human learning, you know, like when you're young and you touch a hot stove for the first time, you're not going to touch it again. You're not going to worry, oh, am I racial profiling against other stoves? You know that all the rest of the stoves are going to burn you if you touch them. And he's not allowed to have his cell phone on. You didn't have to bring up the fact that he was Muslim. You could have just said, hey, that guy over there. But here's the thing. If it was some white dude... I wouldn't have said anything. I'm thinking, oh, he's got business to handle. He's checking his stocks. 
You know? He's important That's somehow. That's true. But because this guy's dressed in all white and he won't allow his woman to show any ankle, I'm thinking he's ready to blow us out of the sky. You think he's outside our... And, and this is this is completely for real, man. And I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna sit here and watch him. Well, have you seen Executive Decision? It just takes three numbers. It's all it takes. Yes, exactly. Um, I loved that one. I was so mad when Steven Seagal died early. What, what is Cappy it? died. Out of anyone I know, you and Doves have the worst experiences in it. Didn't you have to like? Didn't you guys almost hit trees or something coming down once, and the power went off? Yeah, and you well, had to fly the plane. Yeah, one time when we were in Detroit, we were flying from Detroit back to D.C. <laughs> Maybe it's just that state. The guy was the pilot was coming down way too fast, and we were like, pull the no-. we literally grabbed each other's hands and said, pull the nose up, pull the nose up, <laughs> goose. Yeah. <laughs> and then right at the end, he go, he, he pulled the nose up and landed very safely. So did you guys have a blanket over your laps? <laughs> All was, right. Uh, Jill, in the, Jill in the 305, you're in the hideout. What's up, Jill? Hey, guys. I think you need to step up and tell those people to turn that stuff off. You know, without even telling the flight attendant, because I am a flight attendant, although I would have told him if you would have told me to, but I think people should, you know, also take the initiative to say, dude, turn that off. You're not supposed to have that on. But the other thing I wanted to say was that um, I heard that, you know, that the explosives that they're using, it might not be enough power to like blow the whole plane up into small pieces but if they can blow out a hole and cause a rapid decompression and you gotta land over you're over the atlantic there is a no place to go Just with the stop. water that's that's catastrophic no i got you jill thank you and that's uh that's a very good point although from what i understood and you forgive me because i don't know anything about geography i was brought up in the american school system um but when you fly the transatlantic flight a lot of times, the, with the way the globe works, you end up flying up over, is it Greenland or yeah, Iceland? Greenland. Greenland. Okay, Greenland is the big one. Okay, you actually kind of circle up near there before you come down to, like, you know, JFK over in uh, New York or something like that. But that's still mainly just rocks. I got you. Hey, look, I'm sure they got something there. I'm, I'm, I thought I saw it in a movie. Bo, Bo in the 407. What's up, Bo? Hey, what's up, man? Hey, hey I wanted to explain to you. Um, it's not, they're not using the, the flash as in you take a picture and it sets the bomb off. Mm-hmm. A flash is like a capacitor. You know how when you take a disposable and you go and it, you can hear it whining because it's charging up? Yes, sir. That's that's what they're talking about. You mm-hmm. use that, it charges up, and then you can actually use that to discharge enough energy to make an explosive actually, uh, you know. Right. All right. Thank you, man. I did not know that. All right. Pillow Pants, I'm sure you, as the show's MacGyver, you knew this. Well, you can also use that to make an improvised taser. A disposable camera. Yeah. Mm. Same principle. Could you do it tonight before the end of the show? Do we have a disposable camera? Go um, get one. You're going to have to go get one. You're just sitting here adding nothing other than this. And some Wendy's. Yeah. That'd be great, too. Yeah, we're kind of hungry. All right, so Pillow Pants is going to make a taser out of a disposable camera to show that this is actually possibly uh, something that could happen. All right, you can do it? Yeah. Oh, See, hey. this is this is what scares me. This this is who the terrorists are. Hold on a second. Retards. Yes, they are retards like our intern pillow pants who happen to pay attention in physics and chemistry classes. That's or they're on the internet too much. You can also buy books from like an Army Navy store. I'll bring one in tomorrow. Shut up. It's the hideout. Rover. Oh, by the way, before we when we come back, I have the list of what you can't fly with, and I think we need to begin adding to it. 
I've got an idea maybe how we can solve all this. Next. I'm a problem solver. It's a hideout. Real Radio 104.1. Uh, uh, I thought we uh, I thought we banned this song after the finals. Can y'all feel that? Can y'all feel that? I know it's I know it's an old school uh, Thursday night here in the hideout. 407 star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. That's how you beat somebody in the hideout, pick up the phone, dial those numbers. J-Dub's on vacation, but... Um, we actually did this. What was it back at uh, like a couple of Christmases ago when uh, Dubs went on vacation, and we created the uh, soundboard Dubs? Oh yeah, yeah, it was like a no. I think it was in the middle of was it when his grandfather died. Yeah, <laughs> and he sounded like he was. From no, no, heaven. no. We did it in D.C. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. Yeah, we, we did. did. Yeah, we did it back in D.C. So anyway, soundboard Dubs here because Dubs right now is uh, in the safest place you could be—a a plane. Shut up, bitch. Uh, on his way to Las Vegas. We're talking about giving you the, uh, the latest uh, update on, uh, obviously, the big news of the day, which is the um, the terrorists and them plotting the, um, the the big massive plot to blow up planes in the uh, transatlantic trip from London to various spots in the United States. Did you have anything to do with this, honestly? Yesterday you started talking about September 11th. I don't know if that was some little like no, call of course to arms not. or something. Come on, of course. It seems very. That's the first thing I thought of. I go, we just talked about How? this yesterday. Wait a minute. Look at his beard. Hey, I am growing a beard out. I'm not, but that has nothing to do with anything. I just want hair somewhere since it won't be in the back of my head. Can we get that DNA test to make sure you really are Mexican? Why does he have that towel on his head? Hey. Although <laughs> I'll tell you, hold on a second. I looked at the at the like mug shots of the guy. I'll be damned if they all don't all look Latin. I mean, they look like Venezuelan or something to me, so I couldn't tell if they're Pakistani or... Some fancy, like Venezuelan. Yeah, they look like a soccer team. Out of Caracas. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, Harvey in the 407, you're in the hideout. What's up, Harvey? Hey, what's going on? My friend, actually. <laughs> what an ass. It's been a long time. Uh, Don Porno in the 407, what you, you got? douchebag. Hey, what's going on, man? Go ahead, brother. Hey, uh, actually, the only two things that kind of bothered me about what they were talking about is, you know, the, the detonation, that's easy to handle, but I read somewhere that it was a peroxide compound, and there just isn't a peroxide compound that you can make that would have enough energy to, to cause any significant damage in such a small quantity. Okay, all right, see, I, didn't, I hadn't read anything about a peroxide. It's, yeah, and I had a good idea, too, uh, this, this could be really interesting. What you need to do is the hideout mega sports drink blowout. Okay, you get some people together and we see who can make the best improvised explosive device. All uh, right, here's the and thing. Uh, time plus tragedy equals comedy, so maybe in about ten years. Right now, <laughs> right now, it's a little bit, people are a little worried about it. It would be a very chuck jock thing to do, but um, not quite yet. Although with pillow pants here, we're about to test out the whole taser thing. I have an idea that has to do with the Jean Benet Ramsey case. See, now we can do it, and okay. it's okay, even though it's gone unsolved. <laughs> you know what I mean? Maybe in a couple years we could do a whole Terry Schiavo bit. You know, right now the the you know the wound is still a little too fresh, so I don't think we should take it there. All right, here's what you can no longer take on the plane, and this is why I called Dubs. I'm like, hey, this is what's going to be your biggest problem. I know I saw that uh, at OIA they said every person will have to take off their shoes. And the easiest thing is wearing sandals now. 
I'm telling you, if you wear sandals, what, EJ from the U? You still got to take off your shoes even if you have sandals on. Oh, they, they even said that. Oh, no, I know, but it's easier to slip your shoes on and off if you got sandals. That's why. I made the mistake of not taking sandals when I was traveling. Also, too, um, you cannot have anything, I guess, that could carry a liquid. So that includes any uh, sodas, sports drinks, I'm assuming waters. Your bladder. Hair, hair gel. You know, you can't have anything with hairspray or hair gel. That uh, also seems to be a bit of a problem. Guess our interns are out. They yeah. Fly. Shampoos, suntan lotion, creams, toothpaste, um, or any items of a similar consistency no longer allowed. Here's what I'm thinking. All right? I got an idea, and I think it could work. I am of the opinion... Now, is it? I've heard conflicting reports, so I need somebody to uh, to help us out here. Can you no longer take your cell phone on the actual plane, and do you have to check your cell phone now? Does anybody know that? Do you know that one, Manhole? I think if you're traveling overseas, you can't have any laptops or cell phones. But if you're just in the, if you're staying in the country, then you can have them. I think it is now time to take cell phones off all flights, even if you're going down to Naples. Cell phones. Uh, laptops, iPods, Walkmans, it's time to take it all out. Whoa. You're just going to sit there in your shame and be bored out of your mind when you're flying from now on. Doves had to fly. Uh, Doves, wh- did you have to take your phone out of your bag? Have you ever wanted to bang a jackrabbit? Uh, okay, that doesn't have to do anything. <laughs> I don't, I don't that know. has nothing to do with anything. I don't know what's wrong with him. Um, <laughs> and yes, idiot. idiot. Yes. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. And sometimes these headlines, if you if you're tired like I am today because you didn't sleep, they just sound very uh, dirty. Plane plot involved explosive cocktail, and I don't know. It just reminds me of like a porta potty or something. Right now, here's the thing that I'm also uh, interested in. And I, I, I mean this. I know uh, Mr. Phillips, I guess, had a good idea about everybody wearing a gown. I think gown and slippers isn't a bad idea. Gown? It like you're went, in a hospital? Yes, it just makes it easier. Who's taking me to the prom? For you to go through. Now, I think it is now time for us to have a sleeping gas on board every flight. It's just like in the movies. You know wherever they fly for long distances... You know, in the movies, like maybe they're headed out of the galaxy and everybody just goes to sleep and they wake up when it's time. Fifth element? Yes. Alien. Rocket man. <laughs> exactly. And we alien all, or aliens? And we all wear the uh, nice foo-foo uh, outfits like Chris, Rock, or Chris Tucker did. Uh-huh. I think it is now time for this. The only problem is if somebody happens to get a hold of the anti-serum and then they're the only ones awake. <laughs> but the pilots would be awake. The only you got to work at an issue. Because you don't want the pilots to be asleep. Like, you'd have to put everyone to sleep first, and then you take off to make sure that the pilots are right. And I'm not joking. <laughs> this, Listen, look at what they're trying to do with their planes. And imagine how much safer it would be. Imagine, imagine how much easier it would be for you. You could probably get more people on planes if you stacked us up in a deck the way they did in Aliens, the way they did in Fifth Element. And slave ships. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> you may... Shackles are optional. Hey, right, what yeah. happens? But I'm talking about a nice, neat, little, almost morgue-like situation. In the middle passage. Yeah, like a slab. <laughs> You're not going to be bodies on bodies. You're going to have your own little area. The problem, Matt, is you would have to buy four of these. <laughs> 
flying Amistad? Uh, stop. All right. <laughs> how, how funny would that be, though, if you're like a stewardess and they're all asleep, and then you do what you do when your buddies get drunk and pass out, and you take some of the other passengers and make them look like they're spooning, take pictures of them, and put them back in there. The way you get around all of this <laughs> is by having individual compartments for people. All right? Listen, you guys are making it sound silly. Do you not see what happened today? we got to come up with some legitimate solutions because otherwise it'll continually be you're not going to be able to take anything on the plane ever again. If, an- if another thing actually happens, you know, thank goodness it was actually stopped, but if another thing actually happens, there's no way you're getting anything on that plane. You probably won't even be allowed to carry on. I say they, I doubt they'd even let you take a book. It's going to be you, your ID, your national ID, by the way, <laughs> and your boarding pass. Which probably is already scanned into that national ID. Yeah. I'm telling you, that's where it's going. We need to come up with real solutions. Like sleeping gas, like it's a James oh. Bond movie. Listen, you have Dr. No building planes. Why not? <laughs> that in a nice compartment. Iron hand. Real solution. Just get like one of the cannons they use at the circus, and we could just fire people across the sky. Right. Put enough TNT into them. Obvi- that would work. Obviously, you boys don't want to participate in a serious discussion. No, I am. You'd need enough foam, though, at the other end so that they'd never get hurt. They already got land. these robot uh, shopping carts that walk behind you. They're working on those up at the University of Florida. Why can't we have sleeping gas compartments on planes from now on to make sure that we're safe? It isn't crazy. Wouldn't you have to fast if they gave you that kind of gas? Wouldn't you have to like fast for the day before? What if you had to go well, to the bathroom? In case you like throw up in your mouth or something? Yeah. yeah, or like, you know. Listen. You know. Am I an engineer? Have I worked this out completely? I've seen you back here messing with the equipment before with wrenches. So you are a radio engineer. <laughs> it's a hideout. I saw you spill some stuff back here, too. Shut up. No, I, no, I didn't. It's the hideout real radio 104.1. Slapping you with a fat, sweaty hand of prudence. If I can make sure you're ready for the dead-end bleakness of adulthood, then I've done my job. Real Radio 104.1. Need to relax, rejuvenate, and reconnect? Beach Place Guest Houses are located on the Space Coast on 200 feet of pristine Atlantic shoreline. Striving to create an environment of sharing, laughter, and connecting with family and friends, their guest houses have been created with you in mind. Soothing colors, intimate gardens, and comfortable rocking Adirondack chairs capture the timeless art of relaxation. Visit BeachPlaceGuestHouses.com and call 321-783-4045. They look forward to having you as their guest. All sizes now on sale at 30% off. Premier Adult Factory Outlet, 5009 South Orange Blossom Trail, just south of Holden. That's 5009 South Orange Blossom Trail, just south of Holden. Shop online, PremierAdult.com. That's the Premier Adult Factory Outlet. DUI. Don't pay that ticket. Don't plead guilty. Call the lawyers at the Ticket Clinic at 1-800-CITATION. We believe almost any case can be won. Experience is not expensive. Our fees start at just $69.95 and we will beat any advertised price. We guarantee no points on most civil infractions or your money back. Our goal is to get your case dismissed. For traffic tickets and DUI, call the Ticket Clinic at 1-800-CITATION. The chumps coming in here saying, am I serious about the sleeping chamber? Absolutely I am. It's the silliest thing in the world. Dude, they have it in the movies for the future. You know we're going to have it at some point. Alien, they don't die. Stop. Uh, Obviously, you would be able to sleep through your trip. You'd be well refreshed once you get off the plane. Everyone is knocked out, so you don't have these imbeciles 
who want to blow us up taking advantage of it. How would you get your complimentary beverage? You don't need a beverage. You're asleep. That's How crazy. would you like a nice hour, like Dubs right now, flying from, uh, you know, Orlando to uh, Vegas? It's a lot, of drool, <laughs> a lot of drool to clean up after a flight, though. <laughs> you deal with it. Whatever. You sleep face down, too, just in case you happen to throw up. That way you don't die. It's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. All right, we're back in the hideout. Hour one, Real Radio 104.1. I encourage you to go to the website. It's realradio.fm. Also, to uh, talk about the show, meet people just like you on hideoutheretics.net and fullblownaids.com. So anyway, the British police thwarted an aircraft bomb plot. And uh, well, if there are more details that are breaking as we roll, we can go with that. Uh, having flown, other things I'd like to see banned... From flying, uh, babies. Damn it. Um, I know. I don't know how they would get here or anywhere else. Cannons. UPS. But uh, <laughs> did I tell you about one? Oh, hold on. A second. I got a quick. So quick airport story, flying story. So I'm connecting finally from Atlanta to Orlando, and I have guy who won't shut up. Mm. He happens to find me at the uh, like at the gate and just comes over. All right. I actually wrote down everything he said so I so I wouldn't forget it. Okay. <laughs> in his life, st- he told me his life story in essentially five to seven minutes. He was hold on. I got his name right here. Um. Oh, I, I just wrote him down as Puerto Rican truck driver who wouldn't shut up. <laughs> he flipped his truck seven times, tore his rotator cuff. He's going to milk workers' comp for everything it's got. That's he, American way. He only had $10 and was pissed off about the 450 beers, but went ahead and bought them anyway and happened to get $20 in change. But he's been screwed so much in his life, he didn't get the change, he didn't give the change back and he just bought more beer. Um, he was pissed off at his white trash wife, who was going to be mad because the flight was coming in late. He loves working on his cars, and he told me he hates to take his shoes off at the security because he rarely uh, cleans or changes his socks. So when he took (laughs) off his shoes, uh, it stunk really bad, and he was really embarrassed about that. Why would he tell? Why would someone tell you that? Not sure why. And then, then when I was pretending like I didn't want to, like I was no longer paying attention to him, I heard him exp- repeat the same thing to two other people. Hey, I hurt my rotator cuff. In case you're wondering, no way. <laughs> and that's how the conversation started the whole time. Damn, Jared ain't win the race this weekend. He scammed his way in the business class, and then I get to my seat and I see a mother uh, with her child who is crying, sitting right next to me. And she's crying. <laughs> so the two of them are crying, and then the asswipe father is sitting in front of them, like in the row in front, yelling back at them <laughs> to stop crying. Oh. So, at least the father was there. I thought she was crying because, oh, your daddy left you. Uh, Lashik in the 407 here in the hideout. What's up, Lashik? How's it going? What you got? Um, I think that sleeping gas thing's an awesome idea. I actually I try to get a little bit loaded before I go on a flight because I hate it. I try to pass out. 
You know, and, uh, well, you got to be no. careful because if they smell too much, like if they can really smell the alcohol in your breath, they'll make you sit there and wait. I've seen airline on uh, whatever chat, like Bravo or whatever it comes on. A and E, yeah, A and E, and they'll, a lot of times there'll be guys who will sit there and they'll try to do the same thing that you're doing, and they get so drunk that they won't even let them on the plane and make him sober up. I'm good. I'm not, I'm not drunk. But I understand you, man. That's exactly something that I would do too. All right, two more quick things on this, and we can move on. Uh, 407-916-1041, Pillow Pants is actually making the taser out of the disposable camera. God, son of a gun. He's actually got it all set up, and we'll uh, try it on chunks. What about on the... the what? Go ahead. What the, the other guy? What about when you're on the plane, and they just put their seat back, and they know you're, be, you know, they're, you're behind them? But they still do it and just wrench it all the way back and don't even say, oh, excuse me, I'm going to put my seat back now. Do you mind? I can't necessarily argue with that. I mean, you, yeah, that whenever, guy, whenever yeah. you're sitting on a plane, you got to know, hey, it goes back. Oh. you got to expect that it's going to happen. <laughs> well, whatever. What am I going to turn all the way around and say, hey, can I put my seat back? More than likely, they're going to say no. So I'm going to do it anyway and have my uh, headphones turn all the way up and not hear them when they're bitching about it the whole time. Mm. And if they want to kick, the, be you know, the best way to do that is to kick the seat in front of you and eventually they'll move up. <laughs> Otherwise, what? whatever. That's the best way to handle that. Wow. I'm telling you. Um, really quickly, the president says we're, or we're, the country is safer than it was prior to 9-11. Agree or disagree? Well, we caught them this time, so kind of safe. You know, they actually didn't get to go through with the plot. You know, I talked to, I have a buddy of mine who's a Republican that I work out with over at RDV, and he says, hey, have we been attacked since? And my whole thought about this is I'm not going to sit here and give the government props for keeping us from having major attacks. Mm -hmm. That's what they're supposed to do. Example, I'm not going to give props to a NBA official for calling a charge or or calling a traveling. That's what you're... Or over and back in a travel. <laughs> Dwayne Wade, you son of a bitch. So obvious. I'm not going to give you props for getting it done because that is what you're there to do. It is a thankless job, literally. You are here to keep us safe. So I'm not going to say, hey, the president's doing a great job. He's doing his job. And he didn't do his job on 9-11. And I'll stick by that fact, whether it's him or whether it was people previous. But I'm not going to give you props for stopping this stuff. Uh, you know, just in the same way I wouldn't give any sort of an official props on making a good call on a holding or something like that. He did great a couple of days afterwards. you got to give him that. Come on. Yeah. That's Come like, on. That's like uh, Commissioner Stern coming out a couple of days after. Well, the officiating could have been better. <laughs> Obviously, it could have been better. Maybe. It's on YouTube. There were no less than three offensive fouls, a traveling and an over and back, and a phantom foul. You're biased. <laughs> You're biased. I might be biased. <laughs> you sound a little better. I Why? wonder. Oh, but we get, we had a good off season. I'm not gonna lie. The Mavericks. The, we did, I was so like doves. We did have. A, we, had a, we had the Mavericks had the best off season of anybody. Oh, we got Detroit football Super Bowl. Oh, and the one last thing too. Oh, oh, speaking of, are we safer? I don't know how we can be any safer if we got more enemies. It just see like I don't I, maybe like we like our our fortress is secured, or it seems to be. But if you have more people who hate you 
and are looking at a way to get at you, I don't know how you're necessarily safer. I don't think we're we're safer. I just think that everyone's more aware. You know, the they're more aware if something's going to happen, and no, not might be able to no, prevent it. No, 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 they're not, because they're not even aware of what year September 11th happened. The attacks. 2004, whatever. Yeah. 30 the good thing about having more enemies, less people to backstab you. You're looking at it all wrong. Yeah, that's true. True. You know oh, what they're going to do. What? Yeah. What sense does that make? It makes perfect sense. Now it's all clear to me. Did you ever watch yeah. wrestling where like the guy gets turned on, then he gets beat up in the middle of the ring and loses his title? Yeah. One last person that you're counting on that's going to turn on you. Yeah, five years. Uh, what was that? Ten so years since September 11th happened, and I'm sitting here running around. What can I do? What What can I do? He clarified it. Now I know. So that's the president's method, a nice stone-cold Steve Austin method of pissing everybody off. That way you know you have no allies and it's <laughs> you against the world. Yes. I think Egypt kind of likes this. And you're you're making... <laughs> they came from Egypt. Oh. Hmm. They had these Egyptian uh, fake passports. It's kind of an over-embellishment of saying it's us against the world. I mean, that... Oh, wait a minute. Uh, well, yeah. Whatever, less, likes less, less people to backstab you. That's how I'm looking at it. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four. And look, I'm just thinking about it. And I'm trying to figure all this out. With your gas chambers. No, it's not a gas chamber. It's a sleeping box. <laughs> What's going to kill you? What just sounds like a coffin? It's a nice nap. That's what Sadie Lou has. Uh, <laughs> take a nice shower beforehand. Pillow pants. So do you have the camera all ready to go? The camera taser? Is it seriously ready? Yeah. That was quick. Can you make a lethal injection camera for yourself, please? <laughs> are you, you going to test it on yourself? Because this all goes back in case you're just now tuning in. They're saying the explosive gel was to be concealed in a sports drink. Impossibly set off by a uh, by the flash of a disposable camera, and then Napier comes around and says he can make a taser out of a camera. So you have that set up. Oh, yes, sir. Going back, that reminds me of what you just said of the things that are banned. Uh, you know how you can't bring the liquids on if you have a baby and you have to bring the formula. I heard you have to test it out. And I'm wondering, what does like the dad have to drink the formula or the breast milk, or, or do you give it to the baby? I, I don't know how you. Just test it out. Listen to me. I mean, in all honesty, these people are so willing to die, they'll kill a baby to test some formula. Yes. You know, it may kill it in an hour or so, but it'll already be on that plane, and they'll all be ready to die, so I don't even see how that works. You say that like that's a bad thing. I'm telling you, dude, we're in trouble. We're in trouble, and sleeping boxes are the way to go. <laughs> Bonk Swap Matt, you're in the hideout on Road Radio. Yeah, I think you're on to something here, F.A., with putting people to sleep on the planes. Mm-hmm. I, think, I think it should go one step further. I think it should be like you're on a roller coaster. You're automatically strapped in. Instead of these little sissy girls working on it, we get some strip club bouncers. They don't take no crap. Now, that is true. I would. Now, you know, that's not a bad idea, Blanc Swat. Having some nice strip club bouncers, like standing there, just watching, looking over. Because you know that's what they do. And they like, like, whenever you go for a girl. You know what I mean? And you try to you try to get a little feel. <laughs> Bouncer come right over. Uh-uh, excuse me. And literally even threaten, you may have to go. I know we're at 31,000 feet. You may have to go. You know what I mean? So if you're going for anything, you just got a couple of bouncers sitting there looking at you. Would it be uncomfortable? Sure. But it's that or the sleeping box. Those are the only two options we have right now. Sleeping box. Man, that is not an option. It's the Hideout Row Radio 104.1. Oh, my goodness. All right, welcome back to the Hideout Real Radio 104.1 and wrapping up Hour 1. Pillow Pants just tested 
the disposable camera taser. I've never seen anything. With, I'm surprised that uh, we're still here on the fourth floor. That was nuts. And now I completely understand why they are going to uh, this new uh, idea of, hey, that it, that was seemed pretty intense to me. And so if you got the right chemicals, I could see where that can... It, I don't know if it could bring down a plane, but like the uh, stewardess said earlier in the... Uh, in the hour where she said maybe it would just cause a hole and the you know to decompress and then where are you going to land? It yeah. burned the box cutter. I, I haven't seen any of the other metal we've used you know for any of the tasing right, stunts. Bring that over. Let me see that. First though, Steve O in the 407. You're in the hideout on Road Radio. What's up, Steve O? Hey guys, I just want to say I think that's a great idea as far as the sleeping boxes go. But would it be like a one size fits all? Would you be able to get like a presidential suite? I think it would. Like I think it'd be like Legos, and you can mix and match them if you needed to, depending on how much you weigh and how big you are. I'm sure there could be a first class section, maybe in that you got a little bit more extra pillows. You think you should have to pay more for those flights or less? Since you're not really conscious, you know, it's you're just basically flying like UPS Air. You know, you're a, you're a parcel at that point. Well, you're still, uh, no, I still think you probably get about the same going rate. You could fit more people on, though, if mm-hmm. you're stacking them like that. Yes, EJ from the U. Why don't we just do, like, Garland Green and have everyone in their own little box? Um, I don't know. I guess we could. Huey in the 407. What's up, Huey? Yeah. What you got? No, I was going to ask Heifer uh, uh, for his input about... You know, I'm on the fence. So I'm thinking about turning into a Republican. Why? I'm a Democrat at heart, man. But I think, I, I think the um, that we passed the point of no return, man. When it comes to the rest of the world, man. So what? But what are the Republicans going to do? It kind of seems like they got us into this. What's that? Oh boy! All right, you know what? Go ahead. Ooh, that guy yes. sounds a little gay. <laughs> go, go ahead, buddy. You'll fit right in with all the rest of them. Just a mouth smacker. Like how does like where does he get out of this? The Republicans can save us. Like how does that happen? Where does that come from? Well, look at all the you know safe things going on in the world right now. Yeah. Afghanistan, Iraq, uh, Iran, North Brooklyn. Korea, <laughs> Brooklyn, Brooklyn. <See>? Detroit. <laughs> How does soundboard dubs have Brooklyn? Yeah, this is Did he know we were going to get to this? Um, 407-916-1041, 888 right, Pants showed me the, bucks, uh, the box cutter was burned. Yeah. There was a hole melted at the end of the tip of this thing. Uh, it melted through the metal. All right, so who's going to test it? I'm not touching that thing. Not it. Chunk? No way. Not it. Not it. I called that it first. <laughs> Before that. Manhole's answering phone, so it's him. Oh, damn. <laughs> 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 You're testing this uh, improvised taser. I'm afraid to act- it. I'm afraid to actually do it again because I honestly think we could blow out the mics. Yeah. I did not realize that there was enough power on these to set off that kind of a... Uh, a force of energy. Now I understand why, like, you know, that... How, who thinks of this, though? Like, where do you get this from it's if like, you're the terrorist? Doesn't it have, like, uh, I don't know, this might even be basic, that anarchist cookbook? Doesn't it have stuff like that um, in it? Like, where you can build these bombs and Nintendo bombs, Game Boy bombs? I'd never heard of that, to be honest with you. You've never heard of the anarchist cookbook? I mean, I don't read, <laughs> so I don't know. It's on the internet now. 
Words are hard. Uh, is it oh, okay? So it's, it's on the internet, but I I don't know if this is true or not. I mean, they say these things, but like if you buy it somewhere that they mark you and they oh, I'm they, sure. they can find out where the computer you ordered it from and they'll keep an eye on you and you're like on all these terrorist watch lists after that point. All right, let's uh let's actually kind of get you up to date on uh, the latest. Um, they uh the plot was exposed and uncovered to blow up the planes of the uh, transatlantic planes. The terrorists were planning a dry run within two days, which I'm assuming was just seeing if they could get all of this on board. <laughs> and then if everyone was able to get it on board or, you know, what got stopped. Think about it, though, man. I just went through all these security lines over the last last week. There is no way anyone with a Gatorade or a disposable camera is getting stopped. It just wouldn't happen. Yeah. Um... They planned to blow up about six to ten planes while in mid-flight over the ocean. They were of Pakistani descent. It was uh, going to be an explosive gel and a sports drink set off by one of these uh, disposable cameras. The U.S. is at code red, and security is targeting soda and hair gels. Why would they do it over the ocean? You'd think they'd want to at least wait till they got over some kind of land. It would do more damage now, that way, wouldn't let me, it? Let me tell you why. Hold on a second. Here's what it is. It's all mental. Because I'm not lying to you. When you were flying, and I, I went over so many planes. I don't know if I've told you exactly. Like last week, here's how my flight list broke down when I left Orlando for vacation. Orlando to Atlanta to Houston to Dallas to Lubbock um, to Houston to Atlanta to Orlando to Detroit to Atlanta to Orlando. <laughs> Those are the flights that I was on. Ugh. God, man. Every single time when I was in midair for two seconds, it just goes in your mind. What if this plane explodes, you don't die immediately, and you have to live through falling yeah. out of the sky? You know, wow. I, and and that's what it is, and that's exactly what they were going for was the terror of anyone who gets on a plane thinking about that kind of thing. And it's it's all completely mental. I think Shannon was saying that earlier today. It's all completely mental. That's what terrorism is. You'd still, I think you'd be more afraid though if you're over land. You know where you actually see the land coming at you. Because in the back of your mind, you're over the ocean. You're like, oh, I might still have a chance. <laughs> How? Because if you hit water, it's just as hard as if you hit no, land. No, stupid. Because underneath the sea is a flotation device. That if is you put it under your feet and land correctly. You can kind of like surf while the plane's going down. Listen. Like an Indiana Jones. Yes. Oh, listen, I'm not going to lie to you. You're a retard. Why? And that's all. Caution. Retards in area. Why do they have those floating things at the bottom then if listen, you're screwed? Here's why. Here's the only time a flotation device will actually save you. If you come to an actual real life, like close to landing, for example, they don't bring the landing gear down, but it's as if you were landing normally, and they come in, nose up. I'm following you. And you happen to land, and you can sit there for a second, and then the plane begins to sink. Then you can pop open the uh, the emergency exits. You can take your little floaty with you. That is the only way you're going to survive if you crash in the water. They have to have a real legitimate quote-unquote landing. I'm not convinced. Well, You're a retard. <laughs> then I'd like for you to fly to London, you ass. 407 Yeah, I heard that, Happy. <laughs> Thanks, Dubs. Uh, Russ in the 386. What's up, Russ? Hey, what's up, 
up? Uh, you know, uh, what a freaking moron surfing after a plane wreck. What anyway. are you talking about? That yeah, agrees okay, with me. Thank you. Like anyway, hey, check throat. this out. What about the people with colostomy bags? Do they have to That's an added bonus. Can they, you know, can they take them on the plane? You have to test it before you get on the plane. and uh... <laughs> Just go. <laughs> Excuse me, um, we're going to need you to soil yourself. <laughs> Just to make sure that uh, there's not some sort of gel in there. Or test it like it's cocaine. Just stick your pinky in it. And... Oh, <laughs> this is the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Rolling. Old school uh, bumper music on this Thursday night. It's the Hideout Real Radio 104.1. Um, all right, I think uh, if there's any other breaking news on the... On the you know the possible uh, terrorist threat and all that kind of fun stuff, we'll uh, we'll pass it along to you. But uh, otherwise, I think we can move on with the shoe now at this point. I feel like everyone's well informed. Uh, Duncan in the four hundred seven. What's up, Duncan? Hey, how you doing? What you got, brother? Hey, I was calling you guys. know on the MythBusters, you're saying there's no hope of making it out of an airplane overseas. Mm-hmm. But uh, if you blow up one of those life rafts in the air, you pull the cord and it inflates itself. Mm-hmm. You can. Sure. You just float down with it. They did with a test on everything. Shut it real live and shit. See? Oh, wow. Okay, all right. Thank you. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. I see. I know someone had talked about something on Mythbusters. Yeah, they tried it, but when I saw it, it didn't actually look like it worked. It, it, get, it would tip over. And the person usually ended up head first. All the body parts came off of the dummy. Ooh. Yeah. So? Um, EJ from the U, you saw this one too? Yeah, I saw it. The dummy kept on falling out. There's no way you could hold on with that much pressure going yeah, through the air. I wouldn't think so either. I've always wondered too, like if you're if a plane was going down and if you jumped out at the last moment and just rolled <laughs> like a nice Dukes of Hazard roll, if that would save you. Or like when you see somebody get hit by a car and you think, All I gotta do is jump. And if I hit the windshield, or I can jump over it, right. it works in the movies. Right, exactly. Or I'm thinking, what if I got a nice big T-shirt, and I could <laughs> use that as a parachute? I'm not even a parachute, and I'm not even joking. Or an umbrella. Right. That's just silly. I, well, that's silly. Surfing works. That stuff's just stupid. Um. All right, so we were talking about with this disposable camera and the discharge that it you know, kicks out. There's enough energy there to possibly set off one of these bombs. Well, as it turns out... Pillow Pants went to go grab one of these because he's the show's MacGyver. Or he's the show terrorist because he's always bringing it to a halt, dropping bombs on the air. And, um... <laughs> sorry. And I think, I think we're going to change the name again. Um, so, I completely agree. So anyway, he went out and bought a disposable camera, and you tested it during one of the commercial breaks... And it set off um, a huge, like, electrical discharge, like one that I've never seen. A taser ain't got nothing on this. Nameless, who, uh, of course, runs hideoutheretics.net, sent me a little link. For those of you who like things like this, uh, beware. The shock from a camera flash is fatal. <laughs> Manhole. Get in here, manhole. Maybe it's a good idea we didn't test it out. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, that, in addition to the fact that it put a hole into the box cutter, I could see where, and I go, hey, thanks a lot. We're not going to do it. And Nameless goes, that's too bad. I'd hope you're doing it anyway. <laughs> Dead intern would be great radio. I go, yeah, it's the exposure we need. People would be talking about the hideout. 
Yeah, let's sick. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. No, you're gonna kill me on the air. I want to live. I think we have the video cameras too, so we could even have it documented for the court cases for when your family sues us. Uh, we're not gonna do it. Even I draw a line. Dubs, if he was here, he'd be able to talk me into it. But since he's not here, uh, manhole, your life is spared. Uh, you got a point. So much. Finally, I can get Dubs to agree with me. I want to do it. Pill pants, water. <laughs> All right, Dubs. Uh, soundboard Dubs needs water. Go pour it on the computer. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. All right, I want to read you something really quickly, and it's kind of a it's a good little lead into the Chunks Fat Man Diary, which we're going to do in just a second. Um, Camille has beauty and brains. She's a former model in a Phi Beta Kappa with a master's in education. Um, there is a part of her though that's not perfect. She smells like spoiled fish. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. She says when she taught, students wouldn't come near her. They would say things like, ooh, this classroom stinks like dead fish, and they would call her Miss Fishy. <laughs> they say no no matter what she does, she cannot cover the smell. No uh-huh. showers or perfume can help her. Um, and uh, they said it started, it was so bad that when she was in the first grade, her teachers asked if she was showering every day. And from that point on, they sat her in the corner of the classroom. And the kids would call her a freak because they said that she would smell like horse manure and dead fish. Even at one of her <laughs> jobs, they still would walk by and spray her area with perfume and Lysol. You're a retard. And um, they, psst, psst, psst. They, you they put her at the drive through section uh, as a teller, just separate from the rest of everybody else. <laughs> and, of course, of course, she couldn't be with a guy. Uh, for obvious reasons. Her naughty bits look like the Micro Machine guy's mustache. <laughs> Dubs? <laughs> um, as it turns out, there's actually a... Are you throwing that thing away? Yeah. Don't start it. Make sure there are no liquids back in the green room that would set anything off. Go take it downstairs and put it in a dumpster. <laughs> Um, Stand in some water while you throw it away. Take it across the street. Yeah. Um, I guess there's actually a disorder that can cause this. It's it's pretty much called uh, TMA. Samantha's <laughs> disease? Yeah. <laughs> the hooch. I was an idiot. But um, anyway, she obviously she stinks. It's something like physical and chemical that she can do nothing about. And a, she's, in, she's supposedly a very hot chick and a former model. That smells like dead fish. Now, there's always the joke, you know, about, you know, your girlfriend smelling like, a, you know, a red lobster do- uh, dumpster or something along those lines. But this is, uh, this poor girl actually had this. And I was just wondering, to have her life, would you, like, let's say you got $10 million. Would you be willing to live a life of $10 million? You know, you've got $10 million, but... You smell like dead fish. Mm. And if you're a guy, is it better off, you know, like you could always blame it on your dirty girlfriend, as opposed to being you? If so, I think maybe he moves up to the northeast and works around fish. You know what I mean? Like he goes up and he's like a whaler or something. <laughs> with Seattle with the fisherman's war. How about, yeah, what is she thinking if she's that smart? Why don't she come like, become like a uh, marine biologist or something? Seriously. Just you know? take work home. Working in the... Uh, 
you know, in the fish section over at your uh, at your Publix. No, she's got to go be a teacher and be around children who are going to call her Miss Fishy. Just tell the truth. They don't have any filters. They're I just going to tell you that you smell and get away from me. Like like manure and dead fish. In the adult world where they just uh, avoid you. And let me ask you, is there a chick that's hot enough that if she smelled like dead fish... You just suck it up and deal with it. Uh, hey, what about when you take her to the parent, your parents, to meet your parents for the first time? And you go, Mom, Dad, I gotta tell you something. Listen, oh, uh, she's not black, is she? <laughs> no, she's, she's a macro though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Squirrel, please. Like, I don't even know. Like, I think Monica Bellucci is the hottest chick in the world. But if she had this going on, I bet I could probably stomach it for, like, one go-round. And and here's the thing about it, too. It's not just, like, not to get too graphic, but her area. It just emits, like, her breath. Oh, her pores. Yeah. Like, you know how sometimes you just got a funk about yeah. you that isn't necessarily there. You just got, you know, a funk from your armpits. Mm. For her, it's dead fish, and Trace. that's what she's living with, like, for whole life. Does she smell it? Does it say she can smell it all the time, or is she just used to it? No, she's used to it. Oh. Does she swim upstream? <laughs> <laughs> hey, speaking of something that stinks, here's the Chunks Fat Man Dyer. <laughs> now, as a public service, The Hideout presents A Roadmap to Dysfunction with Chunks and the Fat Man Diaries. For those of you that don't know, here in The Hideout, Road Radio 104.1... The Chunks Fat Man Diary is a uh, diary entry that uh, Chunks Corolla, our executive producer, had from when he was previously, uh, before we moved down here, he would keep a diary. Just of his thoughts, his hopes, his dreams, his failures, usually. Mm-hmm. All right, Chunks, what do you got for us today, my friend? Usually, I'll give you a story that's focused on one thing, like an event that happened in my life. This one is just kind Shut of... Shut up, bitch! I knew those. Alright, let him get through it. People actually want to hear this. This one's actually going to be kind of like a daily routine that happened to me. A couple days ago, I told myself I would try to remain positive no matter what. Things haven't really seemed to go well for me lately, and I was determined not to let things get me down. It's a a simple thing I do, because I am simple-minded. I try to think of myself as being a retard. Retards don't need much to make them happy. Hell, I've seen a retard pick up a Bud Light bottle cap off the ground and laugh at it like he was at a Dave Chappelle concert. If a retard can be happy, then damn it, so could I. Then, my day started. I woke up early to go to the DMV. Had to renew my tags because they were about to expire. Usually I would wait, but I woke up early to go take care of it. When I was in the line for the DMV, after a couple hours, a man and his son came in, and he started yelling at me in a foreign language. He kept pointing at my ticket for the line at the DMV and then at his kid. I ignored him, but he continued to yell, causing all the other patrons in the DMV to stare at me. Eventually, he stopped, spit at my feet, and then left. I shrugged, got my new tags, and headed off to work. Made it through the day all right, but had to pull a late night finishing up some work and of course the computer happens to freeze up I kick the computer angry say a couple curse words and I walk off I went home 
And I was looking forward to my nightly meal consisting of old venison that I got from a buddy of mine. Pulled it out of the fridge, ate it without warming it up because I was depressed from the long day. I decided to fire up my old NES. It was old and didn't really work well, so I spent two hours taking it apart to reset the pins. As I was playing Star Tropics and on the verge of beating the game, I guess I hadn't put the TV on sturdily on my dresser. As the TV suddenly fell off of its shelf, ripping the cord from the back of my TV and smashing my NES. A little disheartened at this point, I struggled to remain happy. Then the venison started to hit me, and I had to go drop it off. I grabbed a little portable TV, and I placed it on the floor of the bathroom while I took care of some business. Kidding. That's all I had. I finished up, sighed at my disappointment, and of course I tried flushing the toilet, but it's been getting stuck lately. So I took the top off the toilet, struggled with the pump a little bit, of course... <laughs> A little too hard, because the lid slid off from the toilet seat, smashing my little portable TV. Sullen, I decided to go outside and sit in the remaining patio chair that we had left. Somebody stole the good one a couple of weeks ago, so I sat in the other one, with my head hanging down and a metal rod sticking in my hip. I guess I had fallen asleep, because the next thing I know, my phone was ringing at 7 in the morning. Because my dad... He told me that my dog had to go to the hospital and would probably need surgery. Didn't even bother to take a bath, and I got out of my car to go to work early. Of course, there was an ad on my windshield, so I sighed, got out of the car, picked it up. I was about to tear it up when I noticed it wasn't an ad. It was a ticket for expired tags. I guess I forgot to put my new plates in the car last night. Oh, well. That date, my friends, would be August the 10th, 2006. <laughs> that was you yesterday? Uh, and this you, morning. Are you kidding? What a loser. Oh, man. All right, that's maybe the best Chunks Fat Man diary I've ever seen. All right, let me see this. I got to send it back. All right, you have tags for... What was the problem? Your 94, Ford, your 94 Ford Escort? Yes. <laughs> the pink monster? The registration uh, from D.C., I still had it registered in, in Virginia. It was going to expire. So I went to the DMV to get the title switched over, and I got the plates, and casually just threw the plates in the seat of my car because um, the plates that are on there now are rusted on, so I can't get them off, so I figured I'd do it later on. Because I know a couple of days ago, you're like, hey, I need to go ahead and go put these plates on, whatever. I'll go ahead and go get that done. Yeah. How much is a ticket like that for? Um, I don't know. Do you have to have the ticket to pay it? Uh, yeah, I imagine so. No, dude! That's serious stuff right in there! You can't just rip that up, I can go to jail! For God's sakes, did you not hear the story from before? Jail is overrated. I thought... No, it's ripped up in the shreds over there, man! It ain't getting no ripped up no more, now I got trouble with the cops because I can't send it back within five days! Now what I think you do is you send this to them and say, this is what I think about your stupid rules. You gotta rules. be kidding me. I didn't think anything could possibly get worse today. I mean, yeah, the day was crappy and, you know... I had to take Dubs to the airport. That wasn't any fun either. Right. Wild Bill called me up. 
I suck, ha! Here you go. Uh, pillow pants, why don't you take this in to him so you can... So you can get, hold on a sec, hold up. No, it's done! It's ripped up, dude! Take that, Virginia. It's not Virginia, it's the police down here! Uh -huh. I hate them! I, well, except for Detective Barb and Crime Line, they're great. They're absolutely fantastic, but the rest of them, dude, you didn't have to rip that up like that! Well... Give me that thing! Get some tape, Napier! That, get the tape! Don't hand me the... Paper, you, you can make a taser out of a stapler, but you can't fix this ticket. <laughs> Reach deep down inside of your knowledge and make something of this ticket before I go to jail. All right, hold I on. I can't afford no tickets anyways, and that's true about the medicine. No I got the medicine from a nut when we had the bowling league like six months ago. <laughs> I'm not even kidding you. It's not even labeled. Half the time it's good. Half the time it's bad. It's like a box of chocolate. You know, you might get the cashew. But I hate cashews. Right, I just want the caramel. I never get it. So Tommy's grill. You broke a toilet. You broke your NES. You broke your table or your uh, your TV. I don't want the staple. Get... Yeah, that is true. Thank you, Napier. You took in a stapler so that maybe you could staple it together. Yeah, man. I mean, all that happened. I was playing Star Tropics. You know, and it's a game I've been trying to get through for like ten years. But no. PS2's gone. Don't know how that happened. What happened? I don't know. Oh. I think it got dismantled somehow. That's PS2's right. gone. I got to play with a 20-year-old system, and I had to MacGyver it. Uh, hold on a second. I had to pull the pins out. Hold on. Didn't someone send you an Xbox, though? Yeah, they did. And after I physically scarred myself for life doing a cigarette bird challenge, which I won, you guys smashed it anyways. <laughs> yeah, but you cheated. You hit dubs in the nuts you got, so that you could win. There was nothing in the rules. I said podcasting, I'll play it tonight for the rewind. There was nothing in the rules that said we couldn't do that. All right. And so I played a Nintendo. I'm sorry, but it's crazy, man. All right, Nintendo me... is what excites me. Right. And, and maybe staying up for the late Seinfeld. And I sometimes fall asleep and I get pissed off. And no, it you doesn't happen in the where city, I miss the whole lie. thing. That's before the late Seinfeld. Mm -hmm. Sometimes, no, it'd be all right if I fell asleep before it. But no, God makes me fall asleep it so i can remember the first half when i wake up tomorrow and i can't remember what happened afterwards all right let me ask what's you. the point of the the seinfeld where it hits the ball in the ocean that's funny to hear not to remember in your mind all right let me ask you um i believe uh, george wanted to be a marine biologist right yes and he couldn't save it because he didn't know it's not as funny when you say it like that he's got it you should watch it i chuckled um <laughs> So according to the, uh, like, you live in Altamont Springs, so that's a pretty big fine for tearing up a ticket and mailing it back to them, right? Is it? Huge. You're I, kidding me. Well, I mean, they, keep, they can't give you a fine for ripping up a ticket. Pillow pants. We got the staple gun. We can, you know, staple it back together on chunks. How about that? How about you walk up and you say, hey, this is what I think your silly rules. Don't arrest me. Don't arrest me. I don't even know. I probably won't even make it home tonight. Have you changed your plates yet? Uh, yes. All right. <laughs> I have. I, I don't know. City of Maitland police officers at 2500 Maitland Center Parkway. Oh, come on, for the love of God. Please have mercy. I can't afford these fines. I don't know if you're looking, maybe, to uh, hit that quota. At around we're, 11. We're at the middle of the month. Well, he's going to be tied up to at least uh, 130. I can't do that. I can't afford any more fines. The pig monster's going to die as it is and overheat it on the way home when I was taking Bubs home because I tried turning down a side street. Hold I got on. lost because a Hold cop on. was behind me. I Need another ticket. Hold on. Let me ask you something. Yes! Have you... <laughs> idiot. 
You still haven't changed your plates. Do you want Pillow Pants to go out there and do it? No, he'll turn it into a taser. All I need is a wrench or something for the love of God that's done laying around. I can't find an engineer to save my life. I don't know what's going to get it off. It's all rusted on. But nobody understands. If the cop is going to be there... Do you I... think maybe if we used urine as a lubricant it would work out? I don't think so. Because I tried. I'll make it happen. I think we should all try. Maybe we can get the magic combination. No, you know... Officer I mean... Carson in the uh, 407 here in the hideout. Oh, I feel sorry for you, my friend. I worked for the Altamonte Police Department for the last seven years. Any ticket showing up, ripped up, mailed back, you can spend up to 48 hours in jail, my friend. For what? And it's a piece of paper! Are you kidding me, right? You're just trying to make me go nuts! That's what you're trying to do! That's what you're trying to do! That's it. It's a piece of paper! You can't reprint another one! If I screw up an email, if I lose that, I just hit reprint! I can print two copies if I want by just increasing the number right, of quantities I want chunks. printed. You can rip it up, dude. I'm going to go to jail. I can't afford jail. Well, hold on. Weren't you saying you needed a nice vacation? How about 48 hours off? That's not... Let me go. Do you see my shoes down here? They're getting holes in them. Because I'm trying to go to the gym five days a week to get 1300 lousy dollars. I've never lifted a weight in my life before this. And now the shoes are going to go. It's always something back and forth. If I win the $1,300, I'm going to lose a testicle. That's how it goes with these things. It's not going to end up well. Yeah, oh, I'm going to win the, the weight off. No, that's bad news. Something's going to happen to me. It's the Hideout, Real Radio 104.1. Does anyone bring up any food? All right, welcome back into the hideout. Hour two, Thursday night, Row Radio 1041. 407-916-1041, star 1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. All right, I got this about Chunks' ticket. He shouldn't be crying. They have weights in jail, too. Not to mention, you can be focused for 48 hours on lifting. So it's actually a blessing in disguise, a silver lining kind of thing, Chunks, because your, your ticket accidentally got torn up during the last break. You got it last night for ch not changing your uh, your tags. I did all my crying when I was sleeping in the chair that was broken because somebody stole a good one. And not only that, like I, I tried being classy and being a little nice, but I, so I put like these candles outside on a table. Those got stolen, too. Maybe you should lock your porch. Can't. Of course, because that's broken, too. Well, maybe you don't put anything out there, then. Chunks. By the way, if the Altamont Springs Police Department would just like to go ahead and come up and get him, uh, just go ahead and take him in now. You're going to have to serve you 48 hours. You may as well start it this weekend. What? There's got to be something I can do. That means we'll have an extra slot for the Phillips File Poker Tournament. Now we can give that to Bongswad, who came in second last night in Heretic Poker. I can't go to jail. Yeah, you can. I'm There's too right there. No. I'm too pretty. Come right. On. Sure you are. Andy Dufresne over there. Uh, speaking of being too pretty, good news. Uh, as it turns out, metrosexuality out. Thank God. Uh, in fact, the new look is the just rolled out of bed look. Oh. So all of us here in the hideout, <laughs> yeah. we're on it. We're all in, baby. You wait long enough, the innocently disheveled... <laughs> Uh, wrinkled look is going to come back round, and I'm glad to say it has happened. So all of us are now in. We stuck it out. And the rest of those uh, frou frou sissy boys who go around downtown with their striped shirts and their iron jeans and their shoes. Gel. 
Manholt's actually wearing uh, boxers and jammies, I think. Yeah. So, uh, he is. I'm telling you, the college, the shoveled look is in. And Oddly I, enough, he takes time to make his hair look that way. I don't know why. Like a cow lick. How do you have a girlfriend? What was uh Now, the metrosexual, is that the one that they kind of look... They look gay, right? But Yeah, they're, they're like all into primping and using moisturizer and things like that. So now you don't have to do anything? Mm-mm. You have to wear clothes? No, you got to put something oh. on. But you yeah, can, you do. You, you can wear pajama bottoms <laughs> and a t-shirt and some flip-flops, and that's the main, That's the thing to be wearing. So you, you and Matt, you go out and pick up some chicks tonight. So we're the in thing? Like, we could be on the cover of GQ next week? <sighs> we got to do a little photo shoot. Why not? Like, And then put it on the website and be, this is what's in. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies love it. Uh, I, don't, I don't think we'll ever be in. Here's the, <laughs> be no, I'm telling it. you, this is our look is in. All right, Chunks, here's someone who wanted to help you out with your ticket. Yeah. No, I know. It's all funny if I go into jail. Um, Another thing that's starting to take hold, too, is the retrosexual look. Retrosexual? I guess that's when you wear, like, older stuff. Uh, I hate those people uh. who wear corduroy jackets. Yeah. Oh. I, at the one of the weddings I was at, Corduroy suit. Punch him. No. A brown corduroy suit. And he was the loudest, obnoxious guy at my cousin Sam's wedding. He was his youth pastor. So <laughs> I had a I had a question about that. I to- asked Dubs beforehand. I had a feeling that at Lefty's wedding, your friend's wedding, you guys would all have powder blue tuxes. Was that true? No, we were actually were in the pretty basic black tux. Jeez. But um, oh, and have you seen this commercial for Gap? Yeah. Where denim yeah. is back. Denim is back and where and if you're a chick wearing the tights underneath your denim skirt is back. And denim is something I didn't think we'd see at least for another few years. Oh the jean jacket, I figured. You know, that never really went out of style. Yeah, it did. <laughs> no, it didn't. No, that jean jacket went out of style what, in eighty eight? Nah, you're crazy. I went to the thrift store the other day to get a new one. Uh, because I like them, and they had like 80 it's of them. It's not new if it's at the thrift store. <laughs> well, not. Oh, yeah. It stopped with Back to, Fe- Back to the Future 3, I think. Yeah, that was about 88, was it not? That when, was the good one, when they went back in time. When Fox started shaking, that's when oh, the yeah. jean jacket oh, just... No. There's no need. Just because all the rustling, and you knew he was coming around and couldn't sneak up on you. Um, but I'm telling you, man, I don't know why it is, but these awful things that you never thought would come back into style are suddenly just back in a huge, uh, in a huge way. I get confused with all these. Like to me, a retrosexual, I'd call them emo. Or is that wrong? Does that insult the emo people? Are they going to start calling up? Where they're all dressing like what is it, flock of seagulls or yeah. something? You know, just some crazy look like that. All right, now here, I honestly thought denim would be one of those things that would never be fashionable again. Mm. 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041. But let me ask you, if denim has made a comeback, will the cowboy ties? Do you remember what the cowboy ties were? It was was essentially... Like a piece of string oh, held man. together by like a little medallion. Bolo oh, those will come back. I remember Hey Dude, the guy from Hey Dude had one of those. I love it. cool. Show. David Brisbane. <laughs> Greatest show of all time. Um, yeah, yeah, it had like a ranch-inspired uh, pendant, and it was just really simple. Yeah, I don't really see those coming back. 
I see the neon glasses coming back, though. Remember all those, the neon sunglasses? I've never seen anything like that. Where? What? Well, I mean, I've seen that, but I haven't seen them around. Yeah, man. Are the 80s genuinely coming back now? Oh. Denim? How is it in these Gap commercials, denim is coming back? <laughs> they got to do something, man. Let's face it. Loch Ness Monster in the 321 year in the hideout. What's up? Hey, guys. I've been Millennium Mall the past two weekends, and chicks are wearing leg warmers. No. During the summer, so. And apparently it's going to be the comeback year for Debbie Gibson. That man. is true, though, at the gym. And, I mean, you go to the gym. I've noticed that on a lot of the girls there. They do have, like, those, those leg warmers and the, the tights. And some of them really shouldn't be that white color because you can see right through it. And uh, it's it's not pleasurable at all. Jen in the 321. Look like the Micro Machine guy's mustache. <laughs> Jen, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. What's up, sweetie? Hey, I just wanted to make a comment about the whole retrosexual thing, how there's a backlash against the metrosexuality, how, well, I know personally I'm looking for a guy that's more masculine nowadays, you know, someone that's got a little scruff on his face. Right. Hello. Now, uh, yeah, that's all, again, but it's, I'll tell you what it partly is, it's a lazy dude. You you know what I mean? The guy who's like, I'll shave once a month. But he has to smell good. Yeah, uh, I mean, yeah. you don't want to be dirty. Count us all out. <laughs> See, that's where we fall off. That's where we don't hop on the bandwagon. Hi. So, How are you doing? <laughs> when it comes to hygiene. <laughs> that's not true for me. So wait a so, minute. Matt? Actually, I was uh, in the hallway earlier, and Jenna Banana opened the door. She goes, I knew you were here. I could smell you. <laughs> it smells yeah, good. You always smell like Dove soap. I don't even know if that's what you use, but you always smell like Dove soap. If they're listening, yes. Um... Please. I need money, please. Like Dove would sponsor this show. <laughs> All right, so He's if, on it. if the uh, <laughs> that Kathy Griffin, I can't tell you how many emails and I am. I guess they're running that Kathy Griffin I on the never, V list. I will record that one for hours. I can never find it. Yeah, I need. We need to pull that drop about her talking trash about us. Uh, Lori in the four hundred seven. You're in the hideout. What's up, sweetie? Hey guys, I lived through the eighties, and if spandex and leggings come back. And specifically, boats are a little bit too large for it. I'm moving out of the country. I, I can't take it again. You know, sweetie, you brought up a fantastic point in that we are a lot bigger than we were in the 80s. So when you have these things coming back like this, it's not going to be uh, very good. As far as like you seeing like the crevices and the indentions yeah. from the cellulite. Especially in that bright pink, it, it really is going <sighs> to pop through. When, you're, when you have the Don Johnson look and you have the loafers with uh, no socks and you have those ham feet with the fat poking out of the top, it's just not going to look good. All right, what about, like, since denim's making a comeback, you think, like, colored or acid wash jeans, or even colored the word? Um, I hope so. Hell yeah, dude. A.C. Slater? You yeah. got to bring that look back. Do you ever see something like that coming back? Will that be the phase Only after? Only with cowboy boots. After denim? Then all of a sudden, let's go ahead and go acid washed. If we're already here... <laughs> Let's go ahead and throw a little bleach on these and see if we can make some spotty colors. The full cut. I never thought those looked good, though. Even back then, I always thought they looked stupid. I remember I couldn't have just regular black jeans. I had to have the acid wash black jeans that had a little bit of a mixture into them. Yeah, I had a friend who would bleach his own jeans. Like, there would be specific spots that you would bleach. It almost was like a reverse cow. But he put too much in in the crotch area, and he just had this huge hole there. And he would still wear them to school. (laughs) Yeah, well, why not? Whatever. You get a nice pair of jeans you really like. You don't care if there's a hole in the crotch or not. Meatwad in the 407, what's up? Meatwad, go ahead. Oh, yeah. Uh, 
like at high school, man, mm-hmm. uh, the girls are all wearing the side ponytails and mm-hmm. polka dots. And- all right, see, I never thought polka dots would make comeback. I never thought polka dots were really even all that. Uh, I don't know, like all even all that popular because you just look like a clown. Yeah. Like you shakes the clown or something, you know what I mean? I don't know where a polka dot. There's nothing sexy about a dot. Is this really him? All right. Yeah. Dubs. What's the deal? What are you doing, dude? Where are you? Atlanta. Ooh, that guy sounds a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, hold on a second. Dubs, you're in Atlanta. You're supposed to be in Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah. it's been hell today. Why? What happened? Uh, well, they uh, they had to check everybody's bag one by one before we got on the plane, and then uh, they had to circle around Atlanta for, like, hours because there's a storm here. And now I'm finally smoking. I love Atlanta. Why were they checking everybody's baggage? Well, you see the news today, haven't you? No, what happened? What happened? I don't know. Some terrorist or something, I don't know. What? Right, hold on. Are you kidding? Because, oh, I mean, you can't joke about that uh, stuff. Hold on, here's breaking news from J-Dubs, who's on a... Right, now, wait a second. Like, getting serious. So you... You what? You circ around Atlanta for how long? Uh, well, we started at, like, six. We just landed. <laughs> oh, you're kidding. So no. you never got off the plane? Like, you, you were leaving Fort Lauderdale at, what, four? I was supposed to leave at four. Uh, I didn't leave there till like five. Are they? Do you think you'll make it to Vegas tonight? Uh, yeah, we leave at like uh, forty-five minutes. I'll get there probably eleven thirty, eleven forty-five their time, uh, two thirty, two forty-five your time. Lucky <laughs> <laughs> so, you. So hey, how's that vacation day working out? Terrible. Hey, when you get to Hawaii, call me. I'm really interested <laughs> to see what the weather is there. I want to come home. Oh, actually, you don't. Uh, I hate to tell you, Dubs, I might have got a little late taking your dog out today. Uh, you got a little gift waiting for you, and somebody's got to clean it up. It would be pleasant compared to this trip. I would sit there and rub my own nose a bit. Oh, man, Dub, I have no idea. Well, I feel awful for you. You should. I feel terrible. You sad a little bit? Well, I'm happy now that I'm, that I'm smoking, but like when I was in the plane, I was really freaking out. I was sitting next to this old lady, and oh, this is the first time, and Matt, I hope I never have to fly with you. I sat next to a fat person, <laughs> and I had no room. At all? My butt At all. Stinks. I could not. I, I, I was leaning into the old person, and I, I, I hate the smell of old people. You would have hated to sit next to Matt Albert last week on his flight down there. Apparently, he was telling me during the break all the stuff he stole from Universal Studios. He gorged on that night and had problems on the plane the next day. <laughs> Terrible gas. So Dubs are taking off in the next forty-five minutes. Uh, yeah, should be. Uh, what did you have to leave behind? Like, what was the checking in process like at the airport? Well, the, you know, I had to uh, empty all my like. Uh, Hair product because I like to keep my hair nice and uh, tidy. You know me. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, any kind of liquids really had to be left. And then, uh, then we went through the. You know, everybody goes through the uh, the process of getting the bag checked and everything. And then they check them again before you get on the plane. So, like, you couldn't buy a soda once you got past security. Nope. Uh, did you have to check your Nothing. bag? What's that? Did you have to no, check? I didn't check any bags. Wow, man. I hope you enjoy Vegas. What are you going to do when you get there? Sleep? <laughs> uh, actually, I did a lot of that on the plane, so I'm probably going to be up all night there doing nothing because <laughs> I don't have anybody till tomorrow. 
<laughs> Why don't you have any money till tomorrow? Oh, that's what my girlfriend just paid, so. <laughs> <laughs> so there's just zero, zero in the Delta bank account right now. Yeah, so I can't even, like, order any drinks on the plate. My, maybe not a nice little negative sign next to it, too. I gave you a 20 spot before you left. I know, I accept that. Good job, Grandma. <laughs> I know, I know. You want me to write you a check for $12 uh, overnight so you can have a little something for tomorrow? Dubs. Yes, send it right to the smoking room. Okay, so Dubs was going on vacation today. You picked a hell of a day to travel. I know, I'm never traveling again on one of these, uh, what do they call it, orange alert days? <laughs> I think it's red, red alert today, my friend. Uh you making any friends at least, like on the planes no, and stuff? No, I've, I've talked to no one. <laughs> Why? Why don't you go like meet a, like a nice hot chick or something? You know, pass a little time. How about a nice Puerto, Rican, nice Puerto Rican truck driver? I met one there. <laughs> yeah. Told me all about his stinky boots and everything. Oh no! I mean, now I feel like there's an upside to this. All right. You want to call us before you get on the plane? No. <laughs> all right. We'll call you back then. All right. Sure. See you later. That poor son of a bitch. <laughs> you know, the funny thing was, we're driving over, and he goes, I really don't want to go. I'm like, what? You're going to Vegas. He, he loves so Vegas. excited. He loves Vegas, too. He goes, I'm so happy with my home right now. I've got it just the way I want it. No chick. That's what it is. He doesn't have his girlfriend there. He's got his dog. He's got his cat. I didn't even think about that. He can punch the clown anywhere he wants to, including the kitchen counter. And he does, and like everything's clean. And You know how unorganized like his desk area is here? He's got everything labeled at his house. Cody, and then in parentheses he has dogs, food, and then in the, in the, on the other side he's got Sadie Lou, parentheses, cat, food. Hey, I know we couldn't test out the uh, the camera flash taser on a human, but I'm thinking maybe on a cat it wouldn't do so much harm. How's Sadie Lou doing over there? We could go find out if you wanted to. I mean, yeah, send pillow pants, because I know Dubs would love that. Yeah, that <laughs> pillow pants was in Dubs' house. He's got his neighbors going over there, too. We could just blame them. You know, they'd hey, never know it was us. I'm going to text message Dubs. Chunks didn't walk your dog. Pillow pants did. Do it. Let's see what he does. All right, what if we send pillow pants over there to test out the taser on Sadie Lou while we get Dubs on the phone before he gets on the plane? There's nothing he can do. <laughs> Be a lot of fun. <laughs> what are you thinking? Here's the reason I don't do it. I'm not going to lie to you. You know what's funny? I'm scared of Dubs. Dubs has beaten my ass once before in the St. Pat's Bat when we fought with Ron and Fez. Uh, or we didn't fight with Ron and Fez. Dubs and I fought on the Ron and Fez show. I'd like to stab you in the throat. See, that's the problem right there. All those, all those little Chuck Jaw sayings. He means them, yeah. and he's just looking for the right opening to go ahead and get that done. He did seem kind of mean. I mean, he... bring out the hose because you guys are on fire. Oh Jesus! What's wrong with him? Yes, uh, pillow pants. I'll go do it. Just blame it on Chunks. You know, say you had no idea about it. Say Chunks is just too lazy, and he called me to go and uh, you know, walk a dog, cat, whatever. I would like that. He seems like he's already pissed off enough as it is. No, I mean, he's gonna go have a great vacation. He just sounds so down. <laughs> Here's the thing. You know what's odd is that it's weird that Dubs and I, like when we do this show, remember the Friday night when I was stuck in Lubbock, Texas at my old college oh, radio yeah. station and you guys were yucking it up <laughs> over at uh, Universal Studios? We had a good time. We saw the Universal 360 now through August 12th. You still have two more days showing nightly. And that this is now payback for that night. 
what, radio terrorist? <laughs> Drop another bomb. I was just saying, if, if you uh, send me over, we'll just not tell dubs and we'll take a bunch of pictures of it. Uh, radio roadblock. Uh, radio roadblock. Then it'll be like radio <laughs> roadblock. It's the hideout, Road Radio 104.1. <laughs> All right, welcome back to another hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Star 104.1 if you have a singular wireless phone. J-Dubs on vacation, uh, stuck in Atlanta right now on his way to Vegas. He just called us. Um, K-Mike says, hearing them side by side, he likes soundboard dubs better. <laughs> You're a retard. Let's just go to mixtapes. <laughs> Hey, we were talking about these awful styles that are coming back and how the Gap commercial, and I guess Gap is really pushing denim. And uh, Pinching the 440 says, gray jeans are back now, too. You know, the only thing I couldn't beat up is a Cherokee Indian. (laughs) Thank you, Dubs. They have hard heads, that's why. Um, Like the Danish. But he says, I hate anyone with more than one pair of jeans. I have one pair of jeans. Really? And I never wear them. I always wear them these camo cargo shorts. I thought jeans were still hip. Nah, jeans aren't jeans aren't hip anymore. Jean shorts definitely have to be, right? How many days in Cut-offs. a row? How, how many days in a row can you wear your cargo pants? I will wear them for about two weeks. Oh my god. Before I'm on seventeen washing? I'm on Before seventeen washing. days right now. I'm not even this isn't a joke. I wash once every two weeks. But here's the thing though, I got underwear on I got undershorts on, and then I got the cargo. And the, you know the great thing about the camo cargos? If you get a stain on them, you can't see them. Yep. Like, it's better than having khaki cargos, which I would have to wash, not because they stank, but because I'm such a messy eater, I'd have to wash them constantly. Now, mm-mm. I got a black shirt, hides the stains. <laughs> Everything about your life is hiding a stain. I got cargo Camo cargos hides the stains. And I never wear white shoes because I could stain them. I'm telling you, man. Uh, yeah, I've got... Let me run through the things that these pants have been through since the last time I've changed them. First day I had these on was uh, when I had to crawl on my knees at the uh, at the uh, Parliament House, so there's some blood on them. Uh, we had the live broadcast at Universal. We went through all that. I think um, SBK's broadcast, so it got smoky and beer got smelled on that. The midget wrestling, midget sweat, all that bar crap over on that. So these things have made a pretty good run, and not one spot is on them. I have not washed these since before vacation. Mm-hmm. And they made, they did that whole traveling with me. So since before before vacation, I hadn't uh, worn anything else. Because I just got my first uh, pair of cargo shorts, and I love them. Mm-hmm. And I just can't not wear them. Yeah, you gotta, I, we got to wear yeah. them constantly. Yeah, but I... I'm feel, surprised they make them in your size. Aren't those essentially child uh, long pants? Well, I went, I went down a couple of sizes so I can wear them now. Wow, Ooh. look at you. Anti-Matt in the 407 here in the hideout. What's yeah. up, man? All I got to say is slap bracelets come back. I'm going to whoop somebody's ass. <laughs> yeah, uh, I forgot about the slap bracelets. Uh, oh. The jellies. I guess you had jelly bracelets and actually yeah. jellies, like the yeah. like the shoes. What about on the shoes, the tongue? Pulling the tongues out. Remember, what, like, leaving oh. the laces out, but in the in the tongues, like, you wear the high-top Reeboks? And I, the brothers may still do this. I don't know, because I can never master how you could... You, like you had your laces, and they were they were like straight, 
and they were on top, but you never saw where you tied them. Yeah, I I asked a couple of my people, and they would never tell me. What? Like, like they were like trying to hide the secret yeah. from me because I wasn't, you know. No, it is. It's like this secret code, and I even used to sit there in my room and try to figure out how it was done and how you could keep your shoes on. I spent a whole summer trying to figure that out. So, but you can't do it. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Well, let's say you got your shoes. It has to be the thick, broad laces. Yeah. And they are going, but you never see where it's, like, tied up. It's probably underneath we, the tongue. We should ask Peter. No, I don't even think it was tied. Yeah, he would know. Yeah, we'll ask Peter. He's a real black man yeah. when he comes in tomorrow for the hip-hop <laughs> update. Black magic. Yeah, we'll have him. Uh, uh, K-Mike says, cargo pants. Swirl, please. Cargo pants and mat size equal cargo plane. <laughs> yeah. Mm. So used to cover it. He got it from a surplus military tent. That's just me. That was. That was. Jesus Christ. Ouch. Um, all right, so let me see what else. Flannel shirts, you think that'll ever make a comeback, or is that too grunge, or is it now too broke back? I don't know. I've been watching a lot of episodes of Roseanne lately, and Dan never. He didn't really look all that bad. You know, that's a fat man's outfit when you think about yeah. it. Jeans and a flannel shirt, always tucked in with a belt. The brawny guy. No, with no belt. You is it with or without no, a belt? It's with a belt, but a big belt buckle. Mm-hmm. It seems comfortable. Flannel's always comfortable. You would never need flannel flannel here in Florida. No. But you could always imagine it having it uh, up north. Bipolar Steve in the four oh seven. What's up, baby? Hey, what's going on? What about pegging your pants? You guys used to do that? Alright, what now is pegging your pants, hold on, let me think about it. Is that where you roll them and then you kinda turn them in and then roll them again so it's like tight down there? <laughs> Alright, see Yeah, um, exactly. Can I be honest with you? Thank you. I um I actually still roll my jeans and not as a fashion statement, but because as a bigger guy, you gotta get a larger waist. And it's so hard to find a nice forty-two thirty. So wow, uh, I just won thirteen hundred dollars. <laughs> no, well, this is what I right now. I'm at a thirty-eight. But what happens is when I was though, like when I was up to a forty-two, even a forty-four at one point, they always made forty-fours for what they're supposed to be for. You know, forty-four, yep. thirty-six. So I'm rolling up like six inches of uh, of uh, jeans or pants. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. I still, I think Wranglers, that's the ones I go with, the cheap Walmart kind. But I know there's like, some people have favorite brand. Do you have a particular brand that you wear? I don't know if I have anything. I don't know if I, I used to be all into Jabot. <laughs> and I used to have like every color Jabot, purple, red, white. That's why I said that, because I just want you I just want to hear you say that again. Dude, Jabot was hip, man. What the hell? I've never even heard of Jabot. <laughs> Jabot was the one where they had the little, uh... He was Bell and Biv's partner. Yeah, they had the... T- <laughs> oh! Where they have the tag in the front, like, on the zipper. Never. Like, like, the tag was, you. tag was, like, right here. I've never seen that. I but see, like, this was in high school, so this was, like, 94, 95. What were you, like, I don't know, in fourth I was, grade? It was nine. Yeah, well, see, you never... You never had a need for that. I got a feeling Matt was just always this old... Pessimistic man. Did you ever accidentally buy the guest jeans with the red lettering instead of the green lettering? Yes. The red lettering is for girls. I, get, I learned an awful lesson. And the green lettering is for guys. Don't you hate those stupid rules where you can't wear your watch on your right side because that's gay? You can't wear an earring on your right side because that's gay? What? You can't... You- 
It doesn't matter. You can't wear the watch. You're not supposed to wear it on the right side because the tuning dial is on. It works better for the left hand. That's retarded. It's not because you're gay. No, it's because you're gay. If you had a little class, you'd wear a watch. But um, 407-916-1041, Oh, hide your hog over there, making oh, sister ooh. jokes. You, ne- here? you never heard You never heard of Jabot? <laughs> no. EJ <laughs> no. from the U? No. How old are you? 25. I've never heard of him. Whoa, 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 whoa. That's the only reason I asked you. I was 14. That's the only reason I asked you your favorite brand, because nobody knows what your bros are. How do you spell that? It's like G-I-R-B-A-U-D, I I believe. It's not a word. The Rock. You had to have heard of Jabot. It was like the biggest thing in jeans for like four or five years. I've heard of Jordache. I've heard of Guess. The Rock used to wear those, right? Are you kidding me? Yeah. He's always call- oh, no, he's, he's just calling people jabronis. I'm sorry. Oh. I've never heard of these either. <laughs> See, now you're all bitten on me. No, Whoa. I swear to God. Is there a website or something that can prove these mythical genes? Somebody help me out. 407-916-1041. Sure you're not thinking of eyes off? It's a hideout, <laughs> Road Radio. It's not members only. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. I think Drabo was just getting popular as this band was going out. They never went out, in my eyes. Hour three, it's the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Um, Come on, Bivens. I, I honestly had no idea you guys had never heard of Jabot, man. Because I'm not lying. These were my life. Is he like a hockey player or something? Let's see him. I want to see. I want to say from eighth grade, I can only get one pair. And then freshman, sophomore, junior year, I, it was always about saving money and getting the next color. And I'm, I mean, I had bright purple, bright red. The white was the worst because no man should own white pants. <laughs> But it was in that weird 90s time where it's all about colors. And it was all about, you know, mixing and matching. the good old days. <laughs> Link in the 407. What's up? What's up, man? Hey, don't forget now, it's supposedly it's pink that's supposedly in. But, um, that was two anyways, years ago. I never heard of Jabros before either, it's and not, I'm about 28 years old. It's not so Jabro. It's Jabo. Hey, how's Jabro doing? Is he okay? It's yeah. G-I-R-B-A-U-D. Maybe they just weren't here in Florida. Or... D.C. Or Maryland. Maybe it was only a cool Texas thing. Please. Maybe it was a cool Texas... And it was like this French name, like Marthy Francois Jabot. <laughs> they love the French down there in Texas. Yeah. <laughs> I, typed, I typed in Jabro in Google, and all I got was this image of Jesus. Like, I'm serious. I'll no, send that... it over to you. Hmm. All right, we'll send that over. Do you think your mom was just making the pants and she... I'm telling you, she wasn't making them because uh, I was throwing down hundreds of dollars at once to get like five pair. What? A pair no one's ever heard of. And they were like 60 at the time, too. Uh, who is this guy? You misspelled it. <laughs> you spelled it J-A-B-R-O-A-T. Yeah, you know, Jabra. <laughs> That's what I thought, you know. I hate website? you. How am I supposed to not spell Jabro? It's a mythical word anyways, like your stupid sleeping boxes for the plane. Now, those will be um, 
Those will come to fruition, my friend. <laughs> they are uh, called nocturnal cubicles. <laughs> Ooh. Look mm. at you. You're thinking, man. I completely agree. Somebody's got a thesaurus. <laughs> look at you. Thesaur- oh. Thesaurus.com. Um, Urinary tract infection. Whose phone's going off? Oh, great. Not half a shows up mm. in a medium shirt and a double X body and his phone goes <laughs> He's off. He's leaving soon. <laughs> Meatwad in the 407. What's up? Go ahead, Meatwad. Oh, I'm sorry. This is Jason. Jason in the 386. What's up? Hey, I know a little history behind this. Uh, the guy who created them. Mm-hmm. Apparently, he was gay and untalented. Oh, oh come sorry. on. That's, that's Garabo. I'm sorry. All right, well, that's uh, <laughs> true, too. God, what if he wore your bow? Then I got that same stain on me. He does. <laughs> I saw it That'd on, be a, on a website of his. Uh, El Ross, El Ross, the 407. What's up, El Ross? Uh, what's up, hideout? Hey, I'm just, I'm glad to hear the rumpled look is in, and I'm sitting here rocking my uh, skids and my hypercolor shirt, so I think I'm all set. Yeah, you are all good to go, my friend. Now you got to do is just get those jerbo. <laughs> no, they don't exist. It's like Josh and Sam. It doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> What if you're right, dude? What if I was, like, scammed? Like, what if it was just some trick the universe is playing on me? Don't be Mo. Or maybe you're dyslexic and you were just reading Levi's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Never thought about maybe having some sort of a disorder. Or if it was backward, just, it was like, I don't know. I'm really, uh, I'm kind of shocked that no one else in this hideout has ever heard of these before. Tommy, you had to have. I swear to God, I've never heard of him before. This is when I was skinny. I was looking like Josh Hartnick in my show. <laughs> <laughs> the bitches wanted it, man. I had a Jeep. I was it. I was it. <laughs> what are y'all laughing about? What are y'all still giggling? What are y'all, what are y'all giggling over? <laughs> Denim King and the Denim King in the 352. What's up? Hey man, those those jeans were huge. Those jeans were huge right in the mid 90s. New York City, every flamer on the planet, they were made by Dickies. Okay. <laughs> All right. No, I think they're. No, right. now all of a sudden you're saying, "Hey, they're cool." Well, I, if that's true, then I was ahead of the time. I was a New York City kid in Texas. One of the first flamers out there, <laughs> blazing that trail. I'm wearing my earring in the right ear. <laughs> How is it Dubs isn't even here, and I feel ganged up on? I'm sure they were really jeans. They had a little tag right on the zipper. Like, but it was like a sideways tag. They weren't Genkos? All right, you know. <laughs> Plinko, what? Meatwad in the 407 back in the hideout. What's up? Oh, yeah. There was this kid who was rocking him at my school, and I know exactly where to get some. Hmm. There's a thrift store down in Orlando where you can get some. All right, maybe I go get them at a thrift store if they're around. If denim is coming back, I can bring back Jabot. Do you really want to get something that's been retired at the thrift store, though? I mean, once it's there, it's done. Why not? A lot of people go shopping at thrift stores. That's why I go to get my denim jackets. (laughs) Like your Jay Leno. He wears uh, just denim all the time. Yeah, the denim shirts are just too much. I I don't understand that. Or Jabros. People are saying your mom did so into your name. 
Jerdro. <laughs> Jerdro Hinojosa. That's what was on my zipper. Now I feel a little stupid. <laughs> it's a Texas thing, I guess. Apparently it's a Drove Hinojosa thing. <laughs> Long before there was an El Jefe. A little... <sighs> <laughs> you just look shamed. Like, oh, I well, I'm off. living a lie, apparently. <laughs> Your mom's in her basement. Stitching Jadro into her into your little brother's pants. <laughs> right. It's uncomfortable. It is uncomfortable, Dubs. You're right, soundboard Dubs. It's really odd. <laughs> well, what did y'all wear when y'all were growing up? Y'all didn't have cool Jadros. Ash Kashbagas. Levi's. Um, you didn't have you didn't do Huskies. No. Was there a hustler gene or no? Yes. Yeah. There, yeah. All right, hold on a second. Dubs and I, when we were on vacation, we were in Detroit for my buddy's wedding. We saw this guy, this dirt stash, get out of his car. But he was like a grown-up dirt stash, so I don't even know what you call those. If that's just like a full-blown redneck or what. Yeah. He got out of his dually. And <laughs> he had hustlers, a belt buckle, and a tucked-in sleeveless shirt. Uh, and Doug said, hi, Dad. <laughs> right. Oh. <laughs> a tucked-in sleeveless shirt. And I'm just thinking, who does that? Like, first of all, who's gonna wear the sleeveless shirt out? <laughs> who's gonna say, hey, this is a this is my good one, <laughs> so I need to suck it in. My church clothes. All right, Tommy, just from the booth, uh, points over to pillow pants. Who, by the way, at this time yesterday was just shamed uh, with the whole AJ from Anti Babe. I was in the back. He um, thought they were on a date, and uh, it turns out they weren't. Yeah, I was in the back with the uh, poker tournament. Uh, can you fill me in? I missed it. Go, to, All the, go to the podcast. Go listen to it on the podcast like everybody else. You're not special. I just ran in after everyone was laughing because we had a lot of people here. And everyone's laughing and I just see this one red-faced kid popping out of this crowd of people in the studio just hanging his head down. Woody White Sox in the 786 <laughs> here in the hideout. Yo, what's going on, Jade? Uh, what's up, Bobby? Hey, I, I don't know what these guys are talking about, man. I actually, I bought a, I bought a Jabot jacket like not even like two or three years ago. All right, so it is around. All right, so this isn't yeah. something my mom did to me, you asses. This is actually yeah. out there. I right, thank but, you. But but uh, that's a problem though. What? Uh, I, I tried to find some in Orlando, couldn't find any. All right, so there's nothing in Orlando. All right. <laughs> no, I, I bought I bought it in Miami. So that's, I don't. I, I maybe maybe they don't have it. Or whatever, all right, but, here's uh, where it was. They were in the quote unquote cool cities: Miami, New York, yeah. Dallas. <laughs> Like, D.C. isn't cool. They weren't in Frederick. Oh, please. D.C. And apparently Orlando didn't hop on board this bandwagon. Maybe I'll bring it back here. Maybe I'll be the innovator 12 years later. In your burgundy jeans. Have fun with that. No one's going to make fun of you here. I didn't have burgundy. You did. You know you did. No, what's burgundy? That's close to Texas A&M colors, right? That's like the dark. Red. Yeah, so it's Redskins color. I wouldn't have done that. Burgundy and gold. Right, I'm not gonna lie. Hold on. I'm gonna I'm gonna think back to my Jumbo collection. I had the regular ones, like regular blue jean. All right, hold on. And then I had a black. I had red. <laughs> I had it. white. I had turquoise. <laughs> <laughs> Loser! Loser! <laughs> oh, we don't have a car or something. Don't be mo. Um, 
trying to think of what other colors I had. <laughs> Throw out some colors and I can say whether or not I had them yellow. or not. Pink. No, no yellow, Fuchsia. no pinky. Uh, pink. Magenta. I did have a, I had a dark green. <laughs> Ew, what? <laughs> did you have blue? Like a, like a neon blue or some kind? Why would you say that I, sounds gay? Oh, exactly. exactly. You got all the colors in the rainbow. Oops. <laughs> the Hideout Roll Radio 104.1. Doing it up on a Thursday night, old school. That's kind of odd. Old school jam bumper music every Thursday. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. Um, hideoutheretics.net, fullballonies.com. Love both of those websites. Very, very cool. I'd like a box of child. <laughs> it's soundboard dubs because dubs <laughs> is stuck on vacation. And I say stuck on vacation on purpose because it sounds like he's having an awful one. You think we should call him back again? Call him real quick. I bet he's probably already gotten on the plane. You think so? See if you can get a hold of Dubs real fast. I don't think he is. I just think like he was lying to us so that we wouldn't bother him again. Um, Hey, let me ask you, and I don't want to dwell on it for too long, but I was just thinking back to like when I wore Jabot and when I you know, <laughs> was good looking. <laughs> and sometimes I kind of remember looking at myself in the mirror, but when I look back to those days... I don't remember being hairy. Like, do you remember when you first started getting... Yeah. Not, like, even hair down there, but just, like, chest hair? Yes. I can't recall that. It was, like, at one point, I was hairless, as far as my torso goes, and then, like, it was just, like, overnight, like a Teen Wolf thing. I think it was right after I turned four. (laughs) It all popped in. I'm telling you, my mom told... She loves to tell this stupid story. When I was born, I looked like a little ape. I had like this, this, this coat of hair. Oh. Literally looked like a coat all over my body. Wow. Like a little teen wolf she gave birth to. And she said it was the oddest thing. And like literally hours later, it all fell off. Yeah, man. You never tried looking that up or finding out? If you had some kind of disease or something? I don't know. Like this one chick who walks around smelling like fish? <laughs> just dead fish? You imagine if that was my curse? Uh. Oh, man, I was at the gym today. I saw this one guy. It was it was perfectly placed. And I don't know if he, oh. if he shaved this way or what, but he had a hair vest. Like, you know, you got like, like almost like a bulletproof vest where it's like, I mean, just like thick patches uh. in the front. <laughs> mm-hmm. Kind of like that tuxedo shirt, that manhole. <laughs> but, and then, but then, like, nothing on the arms. Like, it was sleeveless, like a vest. Ugh. And then a thick coat on the back of just hair. Ugh. It went all the way around? Like, his back, too? Did he have yes. straps, Ugh. too? Like, on his, like, connecting? <sighs> no. Actually didn't. And that's where it stops. Ugh. It was just, like... He shaved little buttons into it? what it was. It was like a hair sandwich. <laughs> With his body being like, you know, the meat. Like Steve Carell. Steve Carell has that. Like when uh. I always thought that was fake. No. It looks real. Yeah. I've seen his stomach on Daily Show before, and he he's really hairy. All right. Well, that's even funnier than that. They probably actually did wax him yeah. then on a uh, forty-year-old virgin. See I that? like I like the blood afterwards. Yeah. It's <laughs> just so mad and ashamed. <laughs> Stops with a happy face. That's such a good movie. 
and I'm telling you, Stephen Colbert's on fire right now. That is probably the best show on television. I still haven't seen it yet. The Colbert Report is just awesome. You got cable, don't you? Yeah. Well, check it out then. Instead Can't. of watching your stupid Seinfeld what rerun from stupid? 10 years ago. I dig the show, but, you know, you got to move on to the... What well, you and your jabros? Same thing. <laughs> Veronica in the 407. What's up? Listen, they need to stop busting you about jabros because uh, my kids wore them. And they were it in the 90s. And they were about 80 bucks a 1890s. pair. 1890s. Thank you very much. No, you know what, Veronica? Thank you. Oh, she's so angry. Gosh. Well... She is. She's right. Cause they were, her kids are losers. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. they, man, I'm not lying to you. They were expensive. Ninety. They bucks. were. They were eighty dollar jeans. I was thinking about that too. You had to buy them yourself. Yeah. Please. I did sneak it. I, I stole my mom's credit card once in high school. Oh, I told her well, I need to go. You know, school shop. And she's like, "All right." She trusted. She didn't. Most moms take their kids to go school shopping. Well, she was at school, so you know, whatever. And I could drive. And I stole a credit card, and I bought like two pair of Jabot, which is like 160 bucks, some shirts, which was you know at least another 60, 70, and like 200 dollars Doc Martens. What? On a 75 dollars spending limit. <laughs> she didn't know till a month later, and she was pissed. No. What'd she do? Um, chastise me. <laughs> And then I brought up, hey, remember when you and Dad broke up at the age of three? Oh, God. Still a little scarred. Were you, emotional were you, I could picture that. that when you, you call up your mom a lot on the show, mm -hmm. and the way you talk to her, I can picture back sometimes, based on the conversation you have here, of you guys just throwing out those awful, unsaid insults. Like, I wish you were never born. I wish you were oh. born somewhere else. Well, you've heard my mom on this show say, I wish I had had the abortion. <laughs> she said it before, and she means it. That's just I, wrong, dude. I, when I was on vacation, by the way, my little brothers, while I was on vacation, they love this show, and that pisses my mom off. And um, they fought. Because one time I had to drive, like my vacation wasn't bad enough as I was telling you, I had to drive from Lubbock, Texas to Houston, Texas in a car, in a little Tahoe with all of them, and they fought over the iPod so that they could listen to the mixtape. You should be flattered. Uh, it is. It's cool. You know, it's pretty cool, but my mom hates it. Stop listening to your brother's Phil. <laughs> no, really? Oh, yeah. She hasn't accepted it? No, not at all. She thinks you're sinful? But let me tell you something, I kind of want to quiz her on this. My one little brother's very good, lover boy. Another, the other little brother, Chub Rock, is an animal. He he's like twelve years old and he runs the house. He throws fits. He's a uh, I love him. He's a cute little kid. Yeah. He's lazy. I mean, he's lazy beyond lazy. He's he, a man cat. Was he the yeah, one? Yeah, he's the one. The man. Oh, by the way, yeah. he. Ever since you mentioned the man cat thing with him, he's embraced it, and he goes around, and when he's mad at people, he'll hiss at them. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, for real. <laughs> so he Sounds like you got a future chunks on your hands. Oh, man. I feel like girls did that. But he does it, like, mean, like... <laughs> and I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, come... All right, already. Kid, okay, you got the time? And so I'm like, uh, I'm like, I want to get my mom on the phone. It's Wolverine. I'm a little worried about her. I kind of feel like she's given up on life. Huh? And I know that sounds odd. 
Should I call her? I mean, if you want. Dubs is in here, so that's your advantage. And you go in the back room, Matt. <laughs> what? I'm not going to make fun. Back of the bus. Oh, oh. wait. <laughs> I'm colored you, bro. Squirrel, please! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're probably pretty safe from, I mean, Dubs. I mean, I felt awful last time it happened. But I, mean, I just want to talk to her, like, for real. Because you know what was odd? Like, we were hanging out in the car together, and we couldn't really talk, and... I don't know. It just seemed seemed weird. I just want to make sure she's okay. I wonder if she's real depressed. Is she the type of person that would seek out help, or will she deny it that I'm fine and I got Jesus and He'll make me happy? And oh. uh, it's not really got Jesus. I mean, she she shows up to church, but I'm sure she's sleeping. Uh, you know like in dogma. Mean? Yeah, kind of going there. And... Yeah, like she's taking my little brother so that they can have some religion. But not necessarily, um, is my mom? All right. Hey, mom. Hi, son. What are you up to? Just filling out a million forms for the boys for school. Are they really back in school? Today was their first day. Oh, my. Has, has Florida already gone back to school? Yep. Oh, uh, you? This week. I had no idea. Monday. Oh, wow. All right. So the boys just started school today? Yes. I was just talking about vacation, Ma. I'm a little worried about you. Oh, my God, the wait again? No, actually, it's not the wait. <laughs> Dubs isn't here, by the way. This is Hefe. Dubs isn't here, so you don't have to worry as much. It's not the wait. It's the boys. Adam, lover boy, is, he's a great kid. And he's, he, I don't want to sound gay, he's my little brother, but he's a handsome little dude. You know what I mean? Hmm. Yeah, he locked himself out of the house today. <laughs> See, but here's the problem. A, a lover boy is always in the wrong. You know what I mean? Like, he's that sibling that could kind of do no right. I don't know if it's a middle child syndrome or what, but he's so sweet and he's so subservient to my mom. Like, my mom will tell him to do something and he does it for her and the rest of the family. Oh, wow. Kind of always. And he jumps like a good son should. Yeah. However. <laughs> Then there's the other little brother, the 12-year-old, Chub Rock, who is an animal <laughs> and hisses at you and yells at you and won't do a thing. Who is just like his big brother, isn't he? Oh, <laughs> damn. I'd like to think I'm a combination of the two. <laughs> but, don't, no, but here's the problem. Okay. Chub Rock can do no wrong. Like, he's my cutest little boy, he's the cutest of my fruits, he's a precious little Jakey. Hmm. Well, yeah, he is. And he gets away with murder because you baby him so much, yet there's poor little Adam, lover boy, who, uh, I don't know, I worry if he's, like, depressed or something. No, Adam knows he's my favorite. See, I don't think so. Hey, wait, what about me? <laughs> You're, 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 you're one of my favorites also. Okay, you have three, so, and then a couple of the stepchildren. Let me ask you about Chub Rock. Did you hear what he said to me on vacation? No, what did he say to you? I want to be a radio host. Jake, you said that? Yep. Uh-oh. You could just hear getting pissed well, off. we'll just have to do something about See, that. See, I knew. Can I, can I ask you something, Ms., uh, Mama Hefe? 
Yes. I, I'm, I'm not dubs. Trust me. It's I, chunks. Yeah, I like you know being respectful to moms. Are you? And you can be honest. Are you disappointed in your son's career choice? No, come on. We don't need to go there. I already know she is. She's disappointed in my life. Yeah. Um, I will You're say. Not. I will say this too, though, mom. And I know this is going to sound a little odd, but I did want to ask you about it. It kind of seems to me like you've given up on life. And I've given up on life? Yeah, I noticed that on vacation. And I think it could maybe be because Wolito, Grandpa, is real sick. So I think that has you sad. He's back in the hospital tonight. Oh, boy. But I, yeah. it seemed like you... And would, I turned 50. I'm depressed. Of course I'm see, depressed. I, okay, that's what it felt like. Because you only turned 50 like a month ago. You're only 50? And, and, and I'm a teacher and school's starting and, and I can't wait to retire. Of course I'm depressed. Okay, I just... I just, it seemed like you had kind of given up a little bit, and I just want to make sure, you know, you realize you got two, you know, really good kids there, and I want you to make sure that you're around for them. That's okay. all, Mama. Are you sure that's all? Yeah, I really want you to treat Loverboy better, and you have to be more disciplined on Chub Rock, the little one. <laughs> Should beat him until he's in a coma. Cause he, That'll learn him. Well, here's the thing. That'll learn him. He does need, <laughs> he does need some discipline. No, he doesn't. If he's clawing around and meowing like a cat, you just got to get a little laser light. Start chasing that around. But, you know, when he hisses and stuff like that, he's just playing. No, he's annoying. <laughs> I want to beat his ass. And here's the problem, though. Uh, oh, here's the other thing, too. Loverboy's skinny. He's a good-looking kid. Chub Rock, I worry. You know, little Pedro I talked about, the funny fat kid? Funny now. That's Chub Rock. The little bastard. How, how old is he, Mama? He will be 13 in October. You know, they they had their physicals on Tuesday. All right, how much did Loverboy weigh? Okay, Adam was 5'7 and a 4. He's taller and than he me now. He weighed 148 pounds. All right, that actually seems pretty normal. He's a good-looking yeah. kid. Now, what about Chub Rock? Okay, Jakey was in the 95th percentile in height. He's 5'1. And he was off the charts in weight. He weighed 158. Oh, yeah. That's, that's about what I've lost now. He's only about 12 pounds under me. Yeah, and that's what I worry about because that's what I was. And I just, and he has... Well, see, that's what I was thinking, too. You know, that, that he's probably like you were in middle school. But he's going to have those bad habits that I'm trying to kick now. Here's, a, here's what sucks, too. He's a fantastic soccer player and a fantastic basketball player, but he's 5'1", 160, you know? All right, Mom. Well, I love you. I just wanted to put that out there. I want you to, uh, you need to put a little discipline in that boy. That's all I'm all saying. Right, Learn I'll him right. Him into shape. I'll whoop him into shape little... like I did you. And then, <laughs> no, better. And but that's why I left and went to go live with Dad. So. Oh, oh, damn. <laughs> all right. I'm just kidding, Mama. All right, Mama. I love you. I knew there was going to be a way you were going to make me cry. Oh, oh God. Oh, no. Uh, she still harbors, uh, <laughs> like, awful feelings about that. And I'm like, you moved to Houston. I hate Houston. And it's punishment for putting me in Lubbock, Texas, or Midland, Texas, in the fifth grade, which was, which was the worst year of my life. Boobies. <laughs> what oh, the hell, Dubs? All right, Mama, I love you. I love you, too. All right, bye. Bye. Oh, man. I called her up and I said, your son is concerned about you. Will you go on air? And there's just science. And she goes, oh, 
Man. Dude, she does sound pretty sad, man. I, dude, I, it was weird. It really seemed as if she had given up on life. But it makes sense. She turned 50, you know, Willito's sick. She's only 50, though? I mean, that's not... She's young. I mean, think about Listen, it. I agree, but with the way she takes care of herself... Dude, honestly, man, you should call her after the show. I mean, it's if she's not comfortable, it sounds... I mean, the way she sounded, it sounds like man, you better oh, step I know. in. Well, I saw it when I was there, but there was nothing I could do. Do you think, too, like what she's doing with your younger brother, and I, I think we've talked about it before, do you think that is a form of child abuse? Because you know what he's going to go through in the next few years, and it's going to scar him for life. I mean, look at all of us. Honest we have all of our cynicism in this world because what? of that time period. Here's the odd thing about him. He has that bravado that none of us did. His weight doesn't bother him the way it bothered us. I mean, it may. But, like, he's got girls who want him and, like, hang around with him. And he's he's not the funny fat kid. He's still the cool kid. Damn it. Now I hate him. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. I never pulled that off. I know. Me either. I had to be funny and lose the weight and, you know, go from there before I could ever get a chick. You never pulled anything off, Matt. <laughs> get food off the table. <laughs> oh, oh, hi Zinger. Screw you. Zinger. <laughs> hey, one other thing I also noticed about Vacation, too, real, just real quick. How family can hold grudges. Oh. Like, I went back, and we were all sitting around drinking some beers, just hanging out, which, drinking with family, you never, you know, when you grew up like your cousins and stuff, yep. and you never thought about, but you're hanging out, having some drinks, you know, it's really a cool thing. But, they start yelling at me about how I treated them poorly when we were kids, and I'm like, you gotta be kidding, I don't even remember this. Yep. They always hold grudges, especially in Italian families, too. My grandmother will sit down and tell me about people who were born in the 30s, and they're dead now, and she'll tell me about stuff, and she'll go to the grave and constantly curse the grave, you know, get to the little maloic, and just won't forget it. She'll remind me of the time, hey, you remember that one time? It was my birthday, and everyone called me, and you didn't. I talked to all <laughs> the other grandkids, and right. you didn't call. But that's okay. I still love you. They tell you it, and they try and... Glaze it over, like, but that's okay. Oh, it's such a passive aggressive thing. Yeah. It's a hideout real radio 104.1. Back in the hideout. It's real radio 104.1. Midway through hour three. Phone's open for you if you want to hop in, if you got something. I haven't seen any real big updates on the uh, foiled terrorist plot. Um, we spent the first hour on that just kind of... They're using foil now? Uh, Is that what you said? I wouldn't be surprised. I, you can't, I don't think you would take anything in foil on the on the planes either. I don't know why. Just my hat. Um, 407-916-1041, 888-978-1041, net, and fullblownaids.com. You know, the other day we got into that war, the mini war with uh, that stupid bitch on YouTube. Mm. Yeah. And I guess she took, she wrote, she did, um, I can't get the audio now because I'm actually in the studio. But here's, um, she started crying because somebody left a comment on her YouTube profile that said this. Shut up and leave us alone, you douche. And she did like the seven minute crybaby video blog. Mm. Uh, literally... Um, just whining about somebody saying those words. Shut up and leave us alone, you douche. And I was just, I just saw the whole video blog thing and all that, where people are just putting out everything, like all their lives, just seems kind of really stupid. 
and like it could kind of get you in trouble. Well, then I see this, uh, McRules. I guess it's this chick, Joanna, that works at a McDonald's in Walker, Louisiana. And she has McRules for you to follow if you want her to if you want to eat at her McDonald's. <laughs> Sounds like she's got a great life ahead of her. Yeah, exactly. Um, here are a few of the 43 McRules. And if you can agree with this, or if you've worked in any sort of a food franchise or something, um, the big one I guess is don't confuse franchises. We don't biggie size. We don't have onion rings or nachos. And no, you cannot have it your way. <laughs> now, here's what's interesting. I've never seen such pride. You know, like like whenever you go somewhere, and have you ever had someone correct you when you say, when you're at McDonald's or something, you want a biggie size it? Yeah. And they, like, get, oh, you mean super size? And you're like, whatever, just give me the big ones. It's going to make me fatter. Whatever. Or when you go, hey, uh, yeah, I'll take a Coke. You mean Pepsi? No, actually, I meant Coke, but yeah, I guess I'll take a Pepsi. Right, but it's usually something, like, specific to their franchise, you know what I mean? Like, if, this would happen a lot, too, like, you roll into a McDonald's and you ask for a Whopper. Yeah. You're like, oh, well, okay, I guess get me a quarter pounder, then, or whatever the next closest thing is. Well, you go to some place that's not, like, an Outback and say, can I get a Bloomin' Onion? Right, yeah, manhole. Actually, manhole, you work in the fast food industry. Yeah, yes, um, people always try to use Checkers coupons at Steak and Shake. I could see that. Y'all look the same. logo and the colors and everything. Ah, that, does that piss you guys off, or do you just take them? No, we definitely don't take them. I'm like, stab you throat. I think you actually should. Why not? They've, they're there to get a little business. You may as well honor the coupon. All right, here's another muck rule. If you ordered a burger without pickles, and they somehow ended up on there anyway, just pick them off, because that's all I'm going to do when you bring it back to me to fix it. <laughs> Get the hell out of here. That's definitely true. That's oh. what she wrote. Really? Yeah. yeah. That's true, too. But usually, too, as an added bonus, they'll pull that whole waiting thing, or they'll put the dander from their hair on there, too. At that point, you're done, so you can complain as much as you want, because your food's pretty much just... Tainted. Four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one. We can't do the tainted thing because it's like insight. It must be right. Like everyone can see back there. So yeah, I noticed that about Steak and Shake. That uh, sucks. I was handing out booger burgers left and right <laughs> when you worked in fast food. Yes, booger burgers. Yes, definitely. Um, don't come into the lobby two minutes before we close. Chances are. I've already cleaned, and it will only cause me to do unspeakable things to your already stale food. <laughs> that is true. That's absolutely true. I'd say more so than in the casual dining restaurant, because there's a lot more work involved. I mean, there, I, I don't know, you got the food already, and I, I couldn't see it taking more than three minutes to clean up. Hey, really quickly, while I'm thinking about this, have you noticed that every fast food place now, Thursday through Saturday, is open until 2 a.m.? Yeah. And do you think maybe that's why we as Americans are getting fatter? Because it's not like the food is bad enough, but then when you eat it that late and go ahead and decide, hey, I'm going to go ahead and go to bed <laughs> and just let all those calories just sit there and not get burned, Matt? What? <laughs> Seriously, if KFC was open at, until like until 1130? You know, they're one of the last ones to hop on that bandwagon. Yeah. I'm... I'm- I'm writing letters, and they just don't answer them. Fried chicken doesn't stay open late. I haven't seen one. Maybe, I don't know. Churches doesn't either. I don't think any of them do. But even though that, I mean, you got the delivery now. More and more places are delivering, like, till 2, 3 in the morning. There's a pizza joint right down the road um, from here that we get food from all the time. And, I mean, I'll order, even though I'm on my diet, I'll get, like, the bruschetta bread. Mm Mm-hmm. 
And, I mean, you just feel awful eating it. And I'm like, I know if they wouldn't have delivered, I wouldn't have gone out and got it. Here's another McRule, according to this chick who has a blog, Joanna, that works at a McDonald's in Walker, Louisiana. <laughs> Don't scream at me if I ask you to repeat your order. We're talking about cheeseburgers, not missiles, so calm down. That is always aggravating when you've yeah. always got to repeat yourself. Um, if you don't see tomatoes on the sandwich in the picture, don't blink and ask me to take them off. <laughs> the Big Mac has been around for ages. It doesn't have tomatoes. <laughs> Which I bet I am probably guilty of because any burger I always order, it's the same thing. Uh, no onion no onion or tomato. I usually will leave the pickles on, but I'll pick them off and eat them first. <laughs> Before I eat the sandwich. Yeah, I'll, I never really care. I'll pick whatever it is on. It's wrong. I mean, it's because we've worked there. I was talking with Dubs earlier, and we were just saying how I think people would get a, a different perspective in the workforce if they had to serve or, you know, be in the retail industry for one or two years. If it was, if it was mandatory. Because it, it was it, Russia and it was the military? Yes. <laughs> All right. I got this from... We uh, each get a roll of toilet paper. <laughs> I'll, I'll call him PJ Daytona. He worked as an assistant manager at a big restaurant chain. Uh, fast King food. of them. Yeah. <laughs> All right. <laughs> what? Like bong swap. And he said they would do a lot of stuff to people's food if they sent it back. If they wanted it hot and pickles picked off, they would just nuke it for five to six minutes until it damn near shriveled. Yeah. <laughs> That's not bad at all, though. I mean, it could be worse. Here's another one. Um... Does this look like Toys R Us? Who cares if your kids got ten of the same toys already? That's telling me you don't feed them at home enough. <laughs> the chick is kind of right. You know, remember, especially when they had the four different toys, and yes. you keep going back, you get disappointed when you had the same uh, one. They shouldn't just... entice you like that, then. And here's one, which I don't know if I necessarily agree with. When I hand you your food and say, have a nice day, you better respond with a smile. Thanks, you too, or at least not acknowledge my assist, uh, existence. Yeah, no, it's called being polite people. Even wow, I do that. even I do that. Just no, you, you know, don't. you have to. It's it's just normal courtesy. They're handing you your food. Not really. We just say that so they'll leave. <laughs> and drive through. You just let's like to make them go. Yeah, we have. There's as long plenty, as they go, then, then I'm happy. There's plenty of tricks to make those people leave. All right, four zero seven nine one six one zero four one triple eight nine seven eight one zero four one star one zero four one in your single wireless. I know there are a lot of service industry people. Are there any rules that you'd like to institute for your industry? If you got one that we could, uh, maybe say, yeah, that sounds reasonable. We got also the sorts of prizes for you. We got the Girls Next Door season one on DVD, Prison Break season one on DVD, uh, pair of tickets to Combat Fighting Championship two. Held at the UCF Arena, we got Weeds, which is a fantastic show. Season 1 on DVD, Damon Wayans on DVD, four-pack of passes to the premiere of a movie as well. Uh, oh, that's uh, the Invincible movie where Mark Wahlberg, that whole story about the Philadelphia Eagles. So if you have a rule that you think should be instituted in your uh, workplace, call us up now. If it's good enough, we'll give you a prize. It's the Hideout, Row Radio 104.1. Oh, I think we hit a nerve. A lot of people coming up with rules for their own industry. Good. Based off of the uh, chick who uh, wrote some muck rules up. She works at a, uh, Joanna works at a McDonald's in Walker, Louisiana. Just saying what you should and shouldn't do. One of the big ones is don't confuse the franchises. 
Um, so hideout, Real Radio 104.1, uh, dot hideoutheretics.net, realradio.fm. If it's a rule we can all agree upon, we'll uh, get you a prize. I'd like to reward you if you got something good. And that's why we learn a little something. Like, I haven't been in the service industry um, since high school. What did you used to do? I bagged groceries. Mm. It's a little bit different, though. No, not really, because there were some bagging groceries things. Like, I hated it when you'd get started in plastic, and then they switch their mind halfway through and want you to put it in paper. <laughs> that happened a lot. You just put the plastic bag in the paper bag. No, they didn't want the plastic because their cat could choke on it. So? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not a dog. Who cares? And I'm trying to think of another thing. I washed dishes for two days. Dishwashing's a hard job. Uh, oh. People don't even realize. It, it, I've never been so sore before. And I know that sounds odd, but I was completely, just uh, utterly uh, broken down. Right, let's go to Pauline. Ladies, since I'm back in charge of the phones, ladies first in the hideout. Pauline in the 407. We got. It's Colleen. What do you got? So, oh, it's Colleen. What's up, sweetie? Sorry, hey, Colleen. Um, well, I'm a pizza delivery driver. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that if you live on a third floor apartment, there should be a mandatory two dollars added on to whatever you were going to tip me. All right, here I can see that um, with or one dollar. Let's say one dollar. The third floor thing too. Like I will always be extra nice to people when they have to come up a flight of stairs. I don't know if I'd make that a rule though, sweetie. Thank you. I can't see it happening. Yeah, I don't really. EJ from the U. Good exercise. You sit in the car all day. You need to take those stairs. You're probably a big, fat ass. <laughs> Jesus! That is part of the thing, too, Christ. though, EJ from the U, where, I mean, that is true. When you are driving around delivery, maybe you want to, just, you know, get the blood flowing a little bit. exercise. Um, yeah, that wouldn't bother me. Derek I mean, in the 407. What do you got, Derek? All right. <clears throat> Old people, fat people, ugly people should not be talking about their sex life to their customer service representatives. All right, let me say, don't talk about other things while you're ordering or a customer service or anything else. Like while you're, Here's what I hate, too, and I'm, I'm going to throw you in there, Derek. Congratulations, you're a winner. I'll make sure it's not anywhere on the board. If you are being served, hang up the phone. Whatever it is. If yeah. you're in line at the mall, if you're ordering your food. Yeah. Hang up the phone. I don't even think you should have your cell phone on if you're in a restaurant. Because it, it cuts down. Like, people are always bitching about waiting time, but a lot of that waiting time is miscommunication from people having their damn phones up to yeah, their head. definitely. No, I, I totally agree with you there. Right, give me a prize. <laughs> what do I want to win? I already got weeds. You won weeds. Damon wins. I'd like to get into this prison break show. No. I think we might be able to win some extra raffle tickets. I'd like to win Girls Next Door. Prison break. Is that based on Chunks and his 48 hours trying to escape prison <laughs> in Altamont Springs? Oh, whoa, wait a second. Look at this. The Girls Next Door season one on DVD. You ever spend the night with three beautiful blondes? Maybe. Girls Next Door takes you uh, up the stairs into the bedrooms of the Playboy Mansion to hang out with Hugh Hefner's leading ladies, Holly Bridget and Kendra. Includes all 13 uncensored episodes and special features. Don't miss the all-new episodes of the Girls Next Door Season 2, Sunday nights at 9, only on E. Yeah, they were in the new uh, Playboy. I'd bring it in so you could see it, but I've already wrecked it. Uh, I would like to win that, since I had such a great one. <laughs> um, let's go to it. Line 2 was a winner, dummy. Why don't you stop leaving them on hold and start getting their They don't have the prize book back here. <sighs> oh, you retards. All I had to do. I'm glad Napier was sitting here uh, doing nothing. 
charging his phone. I was trying to wave to him through the window, but he wasn't. He was just like staring at a spot on the wall. Here's a rule for you, man. Hold, you don't need to say that on air. Uh, <laughs> King of the Heretics, Bong Swap Matt. I did some sit-ups during the break, just okay. so you know. What's up, bud? I only got a couple rules if I pick someone up for a ride, and one of them is if I pick up a female prostitute. She better not have a bigger dugan than me. Uh, <laughs> all right, because you're, you're, you're driving the cab right now, aren't you? Oh, yeah. I'm parked outside of the strip clubs right now on OBT. God. Oh, are you really? Just waiting to pick up some drunk dudes? Yep, they're the best ones. Nice. And what's the other rule? Um, the couple other, you know, like, you can't do no no illegal stuff in my cab. I'll throw you out wherever I'm at. Oh, those are good ones. You've probably won some in the last 30 days, So, but thank you, Bunk Swat. I think about that. I can only imagine that cab ride. It's like crazy taxi for Genesis. Here's what Bonkswat wants to do. He's telling me, he goes, I want to do uh, tranny cab confessions. Yeah, I heard about that. Because he's like, I guess where he drives down there in OBT, he's like, there are trannies there all the time. He's like, I got it. Just give me a microphone and we'll do it. I'm like, yes, let's do it. That's what I'm talking about when I say step up, heretic. Yeah, I talked to him already. I told him what he had to say and everything, so he might get that started soon. All right. Well, that'll be awesome. Tranny Cab Confessions, Orlando style, on OBT, (laughs) baby. An exclusive here in the hideout. Boggs, the pizza guy. What's up, Boggs? Hey, guys. What's up? Now, first off, I want to tell Matt, you are, I don't know how you make money driving taxis, so kudos, man. Yeah, bonks well. Yeah, he, he loves it, though. Yeah, I just quit doing that a couple day, a couple months ago. But uh, if you order pizzas, you should know this one, especially if you order out here in St. Cloud like I do. If you um, order a pizza and it's way out in the middle of nowhere, you're, how much the tip is should relate to how far away you are. All right, I'm seeing a lot of people that with the uh, tip extra, if it's a long way or if it's in a secluded area. I'll give you a prize for that one, Bugs, the pizza guy, and that'll even make up for the lack of tips you're going to get tonight. Hold on. <laughs> um, He's too busy talking in the radio to deliver the pizza. Yeah, I'll get it there. I'm on hold. <laughs> I've been on hold for 10 minutes. I'm trying to win a prize. Now you got to wait longer for the prize. <laughs> 407-916-1041, 888 Man, we got some good stuff up here on the board. I want to get to some of Here's a good one from Ben in the 863. What's up, Ben? Not too much, guys. How y'all doing tonight? We're very good, my friend. Good Thursday night here in the hideout. Yeah, I had a kick-ass Thursday night at work tonight. So very I'm good. A, I'm a restaurant manager, and i got to say, man, one of the biggest frustrations in, the, in a restaurant is people who just look at the title of something, and it sounds good in the title, but they don't read what's actually on the item. So you got to know what you're ordering before you order it. Take the time to read the menu and actually know what you're getting so that when it gets to the table and there's guacamole on it and you don't like guacamole, you know to ask for the guacamole to not come on. I, I'm going to uh, give you a – you don't want to give him a prize for that, choice? No. I mean, I'm sorry, but, I mean, it's just – I mean, it happens. You know, you, you kind of order things something. It's nothing really – I wouldn't get upset about it if I was I under, I understand what Ben says, though. Know what you're ordering. If it has a detailed description of what exactly is on it, you don't want people bitching later saying, hey, what is this? And you have to point it out on the uh, on the menu. Then they get all pissed off because they feel stupid, and somehow you get suckered into giving them something that's just because they're mad. That's why you just yeah, screw the with the food. It costs the restaurant money because then the people complain about the food. They don't like it or whatever, and then i got to... Top that meal or whatever, and so now it's costing me money. I'm gonna give. All it comes down to. I'm gonna give you a prize. I'm gonna give you a prize, Ben. Chunk sucks. That. Hold on. What? Nah, he's enemy, man. Those restaurant managers are the enemy. I. Right, but that's because you worked as a server, exactly. a bus boy. I was a dog. 
Still yeah, and they were the ones who would be goofing on you. Tell what the managers used to do with you when you used to work at a a, a nice little chain. Well, not only the managers, but um, the servers would help out too. Bathrooms. But, yeah, I remember it. Uh, they had. Yeah, sit back. They had these lights installed in the bathroom, so when they got dirty, the guests could just flip a switch, and a light would go on in the kitchen telling you to clean it. So all the managers um, and servers would go into the bathroom, let's say, dirty up the toilets, yes, with both numbers, and then they'd flip the little switch on, and then Chuck comes in his little maid outfit and cleans it up, because it's funny in games, but... I got back at the people because I had to do the salad bar, too, and uh, never washed my hands after I cleaned it up and restocked the salad bar. So oh, you, the lights are going on. you got to clean the bathroom, Chunks. Yeah, the lights just came on here in the hideout. It's not funny, man. <laughs> you just did the death look I just got. It's not funny. UPS Rich in the 321. What's up, baby? Hey, what's going on, hideout? What you got, buddy? Hey, uh, yeah, I'm a UPS driver, and... Uh, don't ask me what's in the package. I don't know. <laughs> There's no I, way. So, I, didn't, I didn't order it. Don't ask me when Dale's going to race the truck. Right, and don't a, tell me to stay cool out there right. because I'm not. <laughs> you're a winner. You're a winner. Hold on. We'll come back with more of these and more prizes. UPS, UPS Rich, a winner. <sighs> Here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Don't be mo. Stronger than ever. Hey, back in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, hour four. Let's give out these prizes. Man, some people got some good ones. <laughs> I'm looking at the board. They got some real good ones. We're giving out prizes. This girl named Joanna, she's a real winner. Uh, works at a McDonald's in Walker, Louisiana. And I say that because she's just this fat chick. I went to her MySpace profile. Oh, she's fat? <laughs> hmm. Then this list has no validity. <laughs> Screw her. She should take whatever she gets. She's and, lucky she has a job. And um, she wrote some muck rules. Like, if you ordered a burger without pickles and they somehow ended up on there anyway, just pick them off because that's all I'm going to do when I go, quote unquote, fix it. She's a muck rule. Run a muck mile every now and then. <laughs> Here, oh, she actually called them mick rules? Yes. I hate this bitch. Uh, here's our uh, comedian buddy, Pedro, who's going to be at the Bonkers out at CityWalk this weekend. I think once I get eliminated from the uh, Phillips File Texas Hold'em Poker Tournament, I'm going to go out and see Pedro. What's up, man? What's going on, guys? What you got? Hi. First of all, Saturday, you all, everybody from the hideout, even the fans are taken care of. Just go to City Jazz at Bonkers. Just drop my name. You guys are taken care of. Comp. All right. That's awesome. That is really, really cool. I appreciate that, my friend. What else you got? All right. uh, Here's the rule for the jackasses uh, who, who meet a comic for the first time. Tell me a joke if you're funny. Yeah, I hate that because yeah. you know it actually happens to us. Yep. Like, here, why don't you go ahead and dance, monkey? You hear <laughs> that all the time. Don't you want to bite them? Don't you want to bite them like in the bridge of their nose? Right, exactly, and say, here, here's your funny bitch. How about oh, a nice you... slap to the throat? All right, Pedro, do you want a prize or no? Because I can give it to you. Nah, you... nah, come on. Dude. Give it to all Ian. Right, nice. He was the funny you guys one. Have my prize. Oh, oh, all right, thank you, Pedro. Oh, that's gay. Uh, <laughs> I, li- I like both of them. They were both very cool guys. I'm excited yeah. about having them. Man. You said you liked the one better, though. I Pedro. Which one you said you liked, though. Pedro. 
Mm. I like Arnie, too. I'm looking forward to Arnie Ellis coming up and hanging out. And I'm Ian, though. Interesting. Uh, Rachel in the 407. What do you got, Rachel? Hi. How are you guys doing? Good. All right. Well, my rule is I've worked as a servant for a long time, and if you bring, if you're a parent and you bring your young child to the restaurant, you should either, one, tip me an extra $5 to clean up all the stuff that they throw on the floor, like the Cheerios and the bread and the whatever, or just go clean it up yourself. All yes. the crayons and the whatever that you leave on the floor and just don't I, even tip me extra or anything. Sweetie, yeah. I'm going to give you a prize Absolutely. because I've seen this. I've never been a server, but when I am out to dinner... And I see people and their children and what they allow the children to do. Like, here's the biggest thing, I think, is cleaning up, like, underneath the tables yeah. as well and just getting all the crap that gets thrown down. You're a winner. Hold on, Rachel. And the other people have to wait more because you have to pull the table out. And sometimes the kids will grab you. Like, a lot of times when you're a server, you have aprons. They'll grab your apron, and you can have hot soup. And, I mean, I've actually dropped it once before, and the, and the mom looked at me horrified, saying, you know, you almost burned my child. You need to be more protective of my child. And, oh, man, God, I wish I could find that bitch now. Oh, I can totally shoot her. Hey, don't you have a uh, ticket you're supposed to be stapling? I had a ticket. But yeah, no, yeah, that's the problem. It's not, I've tried. It doesn't, yeah, it's not helping. Thanks. Are the bathrooms clean? Timmy Bobman, you're in the hideout on Row Radio. Oh, uh, yeah, I used to uh, work in uh, radio, and, um... <laughs> I just think that uh, the management really should uh, pay people more, especially people that you know work on the shows. And uh, I really believe they should get equipment that works. So uh, people hosting, uh, you know, mixed uh, best ofs, you know, don't get screwed while they're uh, in the middle of trying to uh, entertain people on the air. Thank you, Timmy Bobman. I appreciate that. Yeah, I love Clear Channel. All right. Would you like a prize? Uh, no. All right. I'm not eligible. I mean, oh, okay. I gotta go. Oh, all right. oh. Thank you, Timmy Bobman. <laughs> Line two is a winner, stupid. Timmy Bobbin. Get on top of it, manhole. I don't know what that guy was talking about. He was, I think the management here is great. Oh, Wesley in the 407. What's up, Wesley? See, this place broken again. I'm a hairstylist, and I've been a hairstylist <laughs> for a while. Mm -hmm. And what I want to say is don't come in looking like Roseanne Barr and say that you want to look like Angelina Don't Jolie. be mo. It's not going to happen. <laughs> All right. You know what? I'm going to give you a prize, and here's why. I actually have a ton of barbers and hairdressers in my family. And they say that is always the worst thing is when it is a big fat chick walking in, literally sometimes ripping the pages out of a magazine saying, hey, I want to look like this. Absolutely. And, and there's a, you're a winner, Wesley. Hold is on. He, is Wesley still there? You lose him? No, he's on hold. Well, you can answer this. If, I've always wondered, when you go get your hair cut, are you supposed to talk to the barber or they just get pissed off? I, I mean, I don't know if, which one is, is etiquette. Um, see, I have an uncle. Uh, who's a very, very popular barber in Dallas, is a very successful business for years, and he he gives awful haircuts. <laughs> People go for the conversation. Oh, really? Like, and the yuck-yuck. He, he, Yuck-yucks. He is hilarious. Because I fall asleep when I get my hair cut, and they tap me on the shoulder, and like, hey, you're done. I'm like, great, cool. I've done that a couple of times, too. <laughs> I don't know why that made me laugh, which I guess maybe since it was coming from Matt, it was the all-time worst thing no. ever. It was like a bad Gumby. But, um, he got a helmet painted on his head. My head's just odd-shaped. Let's go to Turtle on the 407. What's up, Turtle? Hey, man. How you doing? Uh, Long-time listener, bro. Thank um, you. Love you Sunday nights on Entourage. Go ahead. <laughs> go ahead. Thank you. Um, uh, yeah, I'm a local tattoo artist here in the 407, man. Yeah, 
And people should really wash their body parts before they go to get tattooed. I can't imagine that someone would walk in there filthy. Like the fish lady. Uh, you know what's sad is that it's usually the hot chicks that smell the worst. Really? Oh, wow. Where, where's your tattoo at, man? Give yourself a, give yourself a plug. Uh, I'm tattooing out of uh, Evolution Tattoo down on I Drive. All right, very Evolution Tattoo down on I Drive. Go, uh, go ask for Turtle. Take a shower first. There's your prize. You got a nice <laughs> little plug. Have a good one, man. <laughs> All right, see ya. Evolution Tattoo I Drive for Turtle. Plus that, and we're uh, we only got a couple prizes left. <laughs> I figure a plug is just as good as anything. Uh, 407-916-1041-888-978-104. Let me clear the board, and then we'll roll. Jim in the 904. What's up, Jim? Hey, not too much, buddy. How you doing tonight? Fantastic, my friend. Great. Hey, uh, I got one little thing that burns my tail uh, in, uh, with, uh, in my line of work. I'm a truck driver, mm-hmm. and I'm giving uh, times for uh, loading and unloading. Oh, yeah. I, that's the big thing, I guess, is you, you have a schedule you have to fit in with, and you, it's if somehow you get delayed, you got to try to make up that time, and it can really throw you off, right? Exactly. Like, Well, today I've stretched my uh, logbook, I guess you could say. Uh, I've put in almost 900 miles today. Oh, damn. Just to uh, get a load down here to Orlando that delivers at 8 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. And I know that this contractor is going to be late getting there by about two and a half to three hours. Oh, dude. So uh, I, so is the big thing just about having people on time whenever you get there? Is that like your, is that your McRule? Exactly. All right. Uh, I, I, feel I do everything I can to be where I need to be on time. Right. And it would be nice for the, both the shipper and or the receiver to be there and ready to go for me on time. Now, I got you, Jim. I can't give you a prize for that, but <laughs> I understand, though. I mean, if that's part of what you're doing. Was that guy, like, in the Matrix or something? You hear those noises going by? It's like the slow bullets uh, running away. <laughs> Slow bullets, that's what they're called. This is a technical term. LD bullets, actually. Uh, CC in the 407, ladies first, to the front of the line. Hey, guys, how you doing? Hey, sweetie. Um, I work at a local theme park, hmm? and uh, <laughs> people will come up when it's like not five degrees outside, and I'll be standing next to a, a character, and they'll ask me if they're hot in there. All right, see, now I'll tell you this. This is for everyone who works here in town. Uh, you're a winner. Hold on. There's no need to ask if you're hot under there. You know that you're losing probably seven pounds of liquid any day during the summer that you're working out at the theme park. All right, EJ saying some people have lost 20 pounds? What? Yeah, I- during Halloween Hornets last year, I lost 20 pounds, and that was at night. Oh, and that's over the course of the month? That's over the course of the month. Have fun, Matt. And you're doing really, yeah. you're doing really well at Horror Nights this year, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? I have no clue because I'm an active backup, <laughs> even though I tried out the wow, first Wow, it's day. like the University of Miami yes, all over once again. again. Oh, I'm on the bench. Oh, but who's first string? <laughs> oh, me. What is this? Uh, I suck it. the thing, and, I, and I'm a nice guy, and I get screwed. Yeah, what my, the hell is going on? My chick on? went to her orientation last night, and she's excited about uh, Halloween Horror Nights this year. She's going to work it. And, yeah, she's first string. Matt, you're first string? Yep. Wow. Regular Jeremy Shockey. Mmm. <laughs> Oh, man, you got Orlando Pace in front of you. I don't want to sit out again. <laughs> All right, we're out of prizes. Uh, let's go to L. Ross, though. He always has something pretty good. L. Ross in the 407. What's up, man? What's up, guys? You know, I'm in the child care industry, and uh, a couple of our inside rules are, you know, if you're on a uh, public place and you have to discipline the child, you, uh, you absolutely have to go to the bathroom before you beat them. 
You can't just beat them out in the open. And uh, Someone the thing said- that a lot of people don't adhere to strictly is uh, you have to change the paper at the bottom of the cage and the water at least once a day. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that's the minimum. I hear that's somebody needs a change in a beating like in the background. child. <laughs> All right, let's take a break and come back. It's a Hideout Road Radio 104.1. No, 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 we got a theme. Hit the real rate. We got old school bumper music Thursday night. Jam. There we go. Thursday night's old school jam bumper music. Alright, there we go. Feels much better. Yeah, this is um, a lot better than Mr. Roboto. It's a hideout, Road Radio 104.1. So, Hefe and the crew. The gang. Hefe and the gang, no dubs tonight. I guess he left Atlanta for Vegas. Uh, he didn't pick up his phone? Yeah, so dubs on his way to Vegas tonight. Hey! <laughs> that's just that soundboard dubs. Tommy, did you have some uh, radio rules? We were talking about those muck rules. Do you have some radio rules? Yeah, I have some for on-air people. Um, that caller, I I didn't even think of any of that because I'm so. Jimmy Bobman. Yeah, he he hit a lot of things. I had. I didn't agree with most of them though, but um, so I won't even mention any of that. And I have some stuff for the fans and callers. All right, give me the stuff for uh, the callers. Uh, don't talk over the people who are on the show when you call in. Here's the thing. I agree with that. I think uh, for on-air hosts, too, don't talk over each other. That's why here in the hideout we have a rule of raising your hand, even even now. Hey! The only people who don't have to are Dubs and I. But it just because it sounds just like a club. Detroit <laughs> football. And it really uh, gets annoying. Have you ever wanted to bang a jackrabbit? Oh, boy. Yes. But um, and the other problem with that too is that a lot of times you got people cutting out. But as a rule, sure, don't talk over each other. Even if you're a caller or someone on the show. Well, you can hear. You can hear it. All right. You can hear it when people start to speed up because they hear you're trying to talk, and then they start trying to talk over you. No, I got the point. I'm uh, the caller. I'm more important. You know who I kind of like who avoids all that, although it ends up being a problem too, is Jim Rome. I'm a fan of Jim Rome. Mm, yeah. And uh. He'll just let the caller go. So, And I like in the fact that the caller has to actually want to bring it, and sometimes they write out what they're going to say. Bill O'Reilly lets the caller go, too, doesn't he? No. He just yells at him and makes yeah. him hang him so, hangs up on him. All right, what's another one, Tommy Bateman? Radio rules. If a joke bombs, just apologize and hang up. <laughs> I apologize for my career. <laughs> Not accepted. Because uh, I've had to be there the whole freaking way. You weren't there at WGMU. Yeah, but I heard tapes and it sucked too. I called into that show. I tried. Oh, yeah. I only had one phone line. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, turn your radio down unless you're a veteran of the. See, Army. that's from yesterday. Yeah. And I'm sorry, the guy, but he got to turn your radio down because we're on a 16 second delay and it's going to confuse you because what you're hearing through the radio isn't what you're hearing on the phone, and you just get your you know your signals crossed and you end up sounding like a like a moron. Speaking of getting your signals crossed, don't call a talk station with a request for a song. Well, that, I mean, that would happen a lot of times, too, even when I was in music radio. 
And don't have your kids call up to do some bit that no one understands. And if we say, sorry, we're not interested in that, don't keep calling back every five minutes. We have phones to answer for people that can actually bring comedy. The problem is a lot of times people get lonely, and they want to use the show as, you know, hey, I just want to talk. Hey, how's Captain Spaulding doing? <laughs> well, Bill, Captain. Hey, can hey. you get me a huge, long, giant white T-shirt with a huge face picture of Bin Laden on the front? You're a on retard. The back, on the back in big, bold letters. Does this man look like a bicycle thief? <laughs> Here's the thing. I will get it for you. I'll get you one in every color if you come up to the studio and let us get present them to you. All right. Oh. <laughs> what the hell was that? It sounded like he agreed. You got another rule, Tommy Bateman? For fans and callers, and I was actually talking to someone on another show about this, with people who call up and demand we do things. Yeah. You guys gotta do this. Do it now. And I get IMs like, do this now. And I'm like, I don't know who you are, first of all. Why am I gonna listen to you? I, I've been doing this for a little while longer. I, I know what the show likes a bit more than you do. I uh, see. I'm so glad I'm cut off from that and I don't have to deal with that. Start anymore. playing this drop now. I'm like, oh, EJ? Oh, well, yeah, he uh, does that a lot too. That is me. Mm -hmm. But Sorry. usually when EJ does But usually it, they're good. Like, cut that bitch off. I usually tell Hefe to do that. Cut that bitch off! And he likes Make it, so. Over. You're on a 16 second delay, though. Yeah. That's the only problem is that you are on the delay. So, first of all, hold on a second. So when you've heard it, you're like, hey, this would sound perfect then, but 16 seconds later, it's like, ah, oh, well, it doesn't really fit anymore. Okay, I'll listen to the show on hold from now on, so <laughs> I can be up to date. I, hey, why not? Whatever. <laughs> okay, manhole, you got to keep a line open for me, or pillow pants, whoever's back there. What else you got, Tommy Bateman, radio rules? Um, If you want to hang around, that's cool, but bring food, or you yeah. better be really, really cool. Here's the other thing I'd like to institute. If you are going to hang out, don't expect to be on the air. You know what I mean? Like, it's kind of a, you know, it's kind of, hey, just hanging out. But don't expect, like, there's a chance. I, the people I used to love the most uh, is people who would come up, but didn't even want to be on there and just hang out. Like Kimmy. Kimmy's real good about that. EJ, I don't mind you so much because I just actually kind of like you. But, you know, yeah, whatever. Anti-Matt in the 407. Yo, what's up? I got some webcam rules. Oh, all right. Or etiquette. Since, you know, well, yeah, y'all know. All right, basically, there's only two. If you're a fat chick, you should not own a webcam. You should not have a webcam anywhere in your vicinity. <laughs> That's a okay. good one. Number two, if you are a fat chick with a webcam, do not make a screen name that completely throws off the guy you're talking to, like sexy slim girl 69 or some crap like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. I you see that all the time on IM or even on any somebody's uh, MySpace or something like that. All right, I go. Because then you're like, do you have a webcam? Sorry, I was talking over you. My bad. Ah, see? <laughs> All right, just for that. Cut that bitch off. Next caller. That's what you get. Yeah, meanwhile, this is a guy who posts a, pay, a fake picture of himself in order yeah. to get girls to strip on a webcam. I know he's anti-Matt, but they weigh the same. So, <laughs> whatever. I understand. Um, other radio rules, Tommy Bateman? Uh, for on air, just, we already covered it. Don't talk over each other. This is kind of for like other radio shows I've heard. Oh, I'm sure this applies to us too. Donkey. Thank you, Matt. Uh, don't do fake bits. Only stupid people fall for that. Like, say, like you know, you have a fake argument on air, and you go on vacation for a week, and then you're, you know, 
act like you've been uh, suspended or fired. That is, uh, I guess the hacks across the street were doing that bit. Which we're we're going to blow up a car! Which apparently is the oldest, hackest bit ever. And no one cares if you leave or not, so whatever. Yeah, I'm not not particularly interested. And here's the other thing, too, about faking your bits. Uh, either they're fake or they're finable, because people have to be told out there on the air. So uh, either way, you lose. Uh, I don't know if Tommy had this one. Oh, I'm not done yet. Well, but you moved for callers? Well, then no, if you already moved. Go ahead. <laughs> if it's for callers, go ahead. Hey, Chunks. Cut that bitch off. <laughs> Next caller. Mm. Pay attention, stupid. Uh, don't rip other people's bits off, but if you do, you better be able to do them better or just outright say, I stole this from you. Yeah, see, I hate it. What did we learn from this, people? What did we learn today? Uh-huh. See, here, <laughs> here's the thing about that. I have always uh, been very leery of doing anything that would even be remotely similar to what another... Now, not to say that we haven't, but a lot of times, too, I'll even say, hey... You know, this was inspired by, or the other night, I, oh wait, this was actually for an un, a future Uncensored that we recorded. But I was listening to something on the Uncensored, and I was like, oh wait a second, I think our buddies Don and Mike played a portion of this earlier. So, I, if there's ever anything out, I remember we uh, got a clip that uh, Opie and Anthony had played of the, uh, very funny, uh, the, yeah. the, what was it, the abortion baby? Yeah, the, uh... You know, and I want to give them credit, so I don't, you know, I, I don't like stealing stuff. Uh, I hate any, like, loud and repetitive laughs that, you know, are just there to fill time. Like... Ceiling. Yeah. Yeah, ceiling. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> they just, they just gave out the phone numbers, dude. You don't really need to crack up that much at it. Right. Like there's one actually he's he's a, he's a good uh um host up in uh in DC but his laugh was just I just it, I hated it and I couldn't listen to the show that much until I really really got into it a lot more later on after right. sort of getting past that but I, I usually don't like the fake laughs and you can tell when it's a fake laugh. I tell you who were notorious with this. I used to have to run their show, Bob and Tom. The Bob and Tom show <laughs> was canned laughter. It was dude. It was over the top in a way that you could not even begin to believe. (laughs) Oh, really? I can't believe that. Yeah, right. Oh, hey. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, everyone says this one, but get rid of the fake voices. If you have a bad voice, just deal with it. See, I've never been told that we have a fake radio voice. I've just been told we have awful voices. Why would you fake the one you have? You know, it's like. Dubs and I, just really, really bad. Hey, how you guys doing today? Uh, it's the hideouts. <laughs> well, Matt accused me of that during the uh, mixtapes. Welcome back. Actually, oh. you did. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. When it's like us in a group setting, we're all buddies, so we're just kind of hanging out, talking. I bet you notice, and I'm willing to admit this, I bet I have a radio voice when we're coming back from the breaks, because it's more of like a DJ thing. Hey, you're back in the hideout, Real Radio 104.1, you know? But then, like right here, I mean, this is this is me, sadly. I was I not was just a, trying to like not a lot of bass, get some energy up because I don't want to be like, hey, welcome back. Like What's a nice going M- on, NPR guys? flow. Yeah, you know what I mean. All right, cool. Uh, have at least one dumb intern around at all times. I, Somehow we ended up with three. <laughs> so I don't know. I, kind I of gotta say, the rules there. I've never been so happy with a crop of interns. Putin though, they still don't hold a candle like the Putin. That guy was great. He just got burned out at the end. Yeah. But um, 
The only other time we probably were at our top was when we had Chunks when he used to be good, when he was an intern, and Sid Cada. Because those boys would do anything, anything for the show. And you see it a little bit now. I see uh, Pillow Pants will take a beating. He took a chair shot the other night. Manhole will do it and curse, and then we have to dump out of it, so it's just pointless <laughs> in doing the bit anyway, but whatever. And C-Lane's good off the air. <laughs> <laughs> That's his thing. Barely. He's a good producer. <gasps> He's a great producer. Yeah. I just don't like to hear him breathe. Or talk in the office. Right. Uh, phase out old, tired lingo every few years, if not months. <laughs> There's nothing worse than hearing a radio show ten years later, and they're still using the same inside stupid lingo. Detroit football. Yeah, you'll hear a few shows that'll do that. There was one really guilty of it up in D.C. And from what I heard, that show even said, we have to stop using this stuff, even we hate it. And yeah. a year later, they're still using it. <laughs> Well, we used to give them hell about it all the time. and they Basically, they were using lingo from the movie Swingers. Uh, yeah. And there were two shows that did that. Yes. <laughs> the clone. <laughs> so, anyway. Yeah. Uh, see, of course, nobody knows what that means, so we yeah. just did it. Oh, yeah. Uh, whatever. Uh, and the last one I have for the on-air is don't dump out of hate calls all the time. It's just kind of cowardly. Yeah. Oh, speaking of hate calls... I forgot to tell you about this one. I got I got a rule when you're done. I'll go give your rule quick and I'll do the hate call. Uh, I agree with this one too. Yeah, open door policy or whenever anyone comes cuz we're pretty cool about letting people come up to the no, studio. No, no, hold on a second. I don't say we're pretty cool. We're amazingly cool. Oh yeah. I mean, if you want to come see what the radio show is like, you can come hang out. But do me a favor, uh, right after a break or during a break, don't walk around the studio or the hallway um, and just kind of stay where you are and enjoy the show. And right as we go to commercial, try not to talk because there might be a live read and it gets kind of distracting when there's people walking around. Pretend it's the new airline rules. No liquids in studio, no cell phones on, and you can talk to your neighbor during the commercial break or an occasional whisper here or there. There, but if you're there to watch a show, you don't go to shows to talk to your friend. Um, now, check this out. So we're up in Detroit, and it's the day of the wedding. And we're all driving around listening to Journey. And we're like, <laughs> no. yeah. I'm like, hey, let's listen to what Free FM up in Detroit sounds like. And there was this god-awful show, Motor City Middays. And it was the worst. Okay? So Dubs decides he, what I would maybe, uh, heretics, take note. Dubs does a Radio AIDS ear rape prank call <laughs> to Live 97.1 in uh, Detroit, or uh. Free FM in Detroit. And I guess they were talking about getting mono, and so his whole thing of getting on the air was, yeah, I had mono once when I was 15. And the phone screener puts him through. Dumbass phone screeners. <laughs> By the way, he went on as Alex Cruz. <laughs> Chlamydia. So, it, so he goes on the air, he's like, yeah, I've had, you know... Mono before I had it three times before. But it's nothing like the radio aids I got from you ear rapists. <laughs> and then he hung, and then he hangs up. Now, they didn't dump out of it, which was, you know. But <laughs> here's what's so funny. The guilt that ran through Dubs' veins after, we, after he did that. <laughs> Dubs felt guilty? I, and I was like, what the hell? Why are you he's like, well, you know, we've been there before. 
And I'm like, yeah, this is fun. I kind of understand now why people do it. Because we just sat there listening to see if they were going to continue to bitch about it. But Dubs actually felt guilty. He's could... made your mom cry before. It makes fun of retards yeah, all the he, time. Yeah, Jay Towers and Melissa, uh, Melissa, whatever her name is, he felt guilty about that. But uh, it was great. The Radio AIDS ear rape thing was fantastic. <laughs> I wish we were recording, but we were in, you know, we were in a car, so we couldn't, ha- you know, we couldn't get the audio. And I'd like to call them and see if we could pull it, but I don't know <laughs> if that'd be possible. It's a hideout, Rural Radio, one hundred four point one. Now that we found love, heavy D. Matt, it's a hideout, Rural Radio, one hundred four point one. Uh. 407-916-1041-888-978-1041. Star-1041 if you have a singular wireless phone. Looking at my nice Phillips file, Texas Hold'em uh, shirt. Yeah, those are nice. Those are really cool. That's going to be a blast on Saturday. Four of a kind aces. Dude, I've started TiVoing poker now. The last one's tonight. The uh, World Series, the big one, uh, the final's tonight. It's not the finals, it's just for the circuits, right? I think it's the last table. From what I could get from TV and stuff. Oh, uh, get out of here. I think it, it's the championship. I, I T-vote it, so. And I don't really know who cares. I'm just watching to learn, to be honest with you. We accidentally wrecked uh, that for Jack a little bit today. Yeah, I was like, hey, Phil Ivey. No, 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 he's running away. I wrecked one for him yesterday, too. Before the show. <laughs> so we got a rattlesnake in there? Hey, what are you doing, Matt? Sorry. I, I I got something spinning in front of me and I just had to do it. There's more radio ADD. Um, 407-916-1041. This show sucks without me. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think it's been our best show this week. I'm not gonna lie to you. Tuesday was strong, but tonight I've just been on fire. Uh, <laughs> Bring out the host because you guys are on fire. <laughs> Soundboard Dubs, Dubs on vacation in Vegas and just having the worst trip ever. First of all, he's flying today of all days. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he didn't want to go to begin with. Well, he didn't want to go because he knew it was going to be really bad flying today with all of the uh, with the you know the terrorist threats. Um, I saw the, I see this on Local Six right now. Uh, Orlando tourism officials concerned over terror plot scare. And I can see that. They're worried about all the Brits because Brits love coming here to O-Town. Yeah. The airlines immediately took a big hit in, the, in their stocks today when it was I mean, announced. What are they already, like $4? Yeah. I'm sure there's not much going on as far as uh, the possible stocks. I don't know who would even have any money left in an airline. <laughs> you know what would make the airlines shoot up? The stocks? Don't. Nocturnal cubicles. I knew it. <laughs> nice Why? sleeping boxes that we talked about at the beginning of the show. There's so, so many jokes there that I'm just going to turn my mic I on. I know. <laughs> Whatever. I'm telling what you. What kind of box? Nocturnal. Nocturnal. Hmm. Hmm. Premier Adult <laughs> Factor? <laughs> yeah, I, I know. It's after 10. Yeah, all right. Thank you, uh, Bipolar Steve. <laughs> because World Series of Poker is going for a while. It's the, la- it's the last night for the main event in Vegas. But, yeah, this is going to be on TV for a while, so I'm, I'm way into that. Um, hey, I want to ask Tommy about this because he seems to be a bit of a poon hound. I don't know if the rest of you losers can get in on the conversation like Tommy and I could. My mic's off. Uh, six foreplay moves that she loves. Like something, like you've been with a chick for a while, but, you know, it's like, hey, we got to spice it up a little bit. 
the on here is making out on the couch high school style. They do like that. So I guess you're hanging out and you're watching your DVR or something. You just decide to start making out. And it even goes so far as to say um, the dry action where clothes are on. You know Doesn't that I mean? just start happening anyway? Anytime you start getting going, your hips just start moving. Have you guys ever been like where you're just kind of thrust just because? Like when you're just laying down on your bed? Or you're in a line. <laughs> what? Just, well, you know, it happens. You're in or Subway. I, I can't lay on my, like, on my bed without moving. Without a kickstand. I don't know if it's like a natural <laughs> thing. Yes. <laughs> if it's a natural thing or what. But no, you're absolutely right. Um, this says spontaneous combustion. Now, I guess what it means is just kind of being frisky when you're out and about. Oh, I thought it meant something else. That's what I thought, too. But <laughs> I had to read on. That doesn't sound safe. Sentence. Uh, Three, deep tongue kissing. Isn't that the same as number one? Well, making out on the couch, I think, is different. I mean, I think number three could be part of number one, but there's a difference about on your couch, high school style. Think- but chicks really like... A French kiss and like real passionate kisses. So far, I'm three for three. <laughs> Number four is a massage. Uh, four for four. They really like when you see the thing about a massage is it's work. Yeah, all of that seems like to be I'm, work. I'm not getting anything out of that. I mean, I know in the cost benefit analysis later on I could. I just like. These hands are for controllers, and I can't have them. I can't. I can't have my thumb sore and not be able to reach the uh, the triangle. You gotta be able to put button. in the contra code for the right. fruit pass. Exactly. <laughs> Number five on here: six foreplay mo- uh, foreplay moves that she loves. Neck kissing. Five for five. Uh, that is a big one. That and their ears. They love the ears. You mean chunks over there shaking your head? You just thinking back to when you used to be with a girl? No, I'm just looking at the Phillips file signs since I have nothing to contribute to this. <laughs> just thinking about Bradshaw yeah. over there? Yeah. You know what else is uh, good is behind the knees and their lower back. The only thing about behind the knees, salty. No, that's why you make them shower first. All right. Fair yeah. enough. And where? Uh, like the lower back and then sometimes like the hip to the side of the rib cage. That does work really well. I like just gnawing on my uh, chick's hip. She's got a nice little hip bone. <laughs> I just gnaw on it like I'm a dog. You can order from Sonny's. Right, yeah. <laughs> um, number six, non-touching turn-ons. I guess the brain is the largest sexual organ. I would assume it's the skin, but whatever. And I'll make her feel smart. God, that's hard. Write her a note, tuck it into her pocket, send her a text message, email. Ooh. And then going from there. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm now looking at the Schittenberg sign. Oh. <laughs> this again, because you have nothing to contribute in this conversation about sex. Sorry about that. What moves were you going to put on AJ uh, over there, Pillow Pants, if you had, if you had, had the chance? The if, wall that reach. If, <laughs> yeah, if she hadn't have broken your heart. Where you going? Did you have any plan? Like you were going to make a little move on her? What was going to be your move to go in for the kill until she broke your heart last night? Did you do any of these? 
don't know, probably something cheesy like the you know to start out with the you know the yawn stretch. Oh, I hate you, Christ! <laughs> Are you in the 1940s? No. When was the last time that worked? Ah, the reaching the reach for the popcorn on the other side, but instead of going across, you go around so that you can hold. Or uh, gently trying to hold her hand, trying to figure out a way like that. It's time for coitus! Hey! Yeah! Yeah! Hefe's couch in the 407. Yeah, yeah. I just want to say uh, that's absolutely right. Making out on the couch is is, uh, is a great way to get started. I saw you wouldn't believe some of the people I've seen. You know, totally cool starting with that one. And All right, out. thanks. Oh, that's Matt Albert and Angel Jenny. Mm-hmm. Oh, good. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever wanted to bang a jackrabbit? All right. <laughs> I'm trying. I love. Uh... Like, I really like Manhole's chick. So I'm, like, thinking about, like, what she'd be into. I think he's in the back, man. Just no, I'm right here. Oh. Yeah. Well, turn your... Take take your headphones off. Oh, whatever. You can keep them on. <laughs> I see the ear really getting her going. Like, if you were, like, nibbling on her ear a little bit, I could see her, like, smiling and giggling. Actually, actually no, she thinks it's weird. This is what she tells you, because you don't do it right. Yeah, because uh, your breath stinks, stupid. Mm-hmm. That's uh, why, in your hot yeah. dog breath. <laughs> I'm just picturing that. Like, I saw her chick yes- his, his chick yesterday, and I'm seeing what he's wearing today, and that's what she has to wait for to pop through the door. Guy wearing his Bermuda shorts. His and, pink shirt. And his tuxedo shirt. What, pillow pants? You see the chance to pounce on manhole? <laughs> no, I just thought, uh, you know, it's funny that Chunk should talk, you know, with what he dresses in and... He's got a hideout T-shirt on. Yeah, that gets well, you no, laid. No, no, no. The, the hideout that, T-shirt's cool. That ruins mean, always... their panties. That gets them going. Shut up, radio terrorist. There's another bomb you drop. <laughs> we need to create a little radio Guantanamo for you. It's called the office. Build it. Bruce the 407. <laughs> What's up, Bruce? Good evening, hideout. How you doing? Hey, brother. Um, as far as a, a guy goes for other guys, because I know you guys, well, Next with the call. exception of a chunk. Let him no, talk. No, Come on. no, not at all. Go ahead, sweetie. It's, it's, <laughs> anyway, Ooh, um, the elbow of all places on a guy. Mm. The elbow, see. You, you know why? Why? Because it's a lot like, you know, the other skin. If, if I can say sack on the air, that's great. Uh, all right, that's a little too much, yeah. but thank you, Bruce. Scrumptious. Right, he's a little gay. All right, here's the thing. <laughs> he says the elbow for dudes because it is a sensitive area like another area you may have. What? Huh. I'm going to make my chick gnaw on my elbow when I get home. <laughs> Be like, hey, check this out. It kind of looks like that skin, I guess, when you think about it. It's all dirty and ashy. Uh-huh. <laughs> the Hideout Road Radio 104.1. Let's wrap it up on this a Thursday night. Tomorrow night, Friday night, open door policy. Uh, and wrapping up the week with Dubs in Vegas. So it's uh, just me and the gang here in the hideout on Real Radio 104.1. Napier's Crotch here in the hideout on Real Radio. Napier's Couch, long time listener. Couch. I'm sorry, that's a crotch. Just wanted to say uh, there's not much going on here. Uh, yeah, obviously. <laughs> Th- thank you. A lot of dust. <laughs> 
All right, now here's what's interesting, and I wonder if this chick is real. Um, KC on MySpace, did you guys get this ad? You didn't get it, Tommy? No. She added me today, and I guess she added Napier. And I go through here, and she's really cute. I guess going to law school, doing a whole thing with her life. Chlamydia. <laughs> and one of her things is also loves to hide out on Real Radio 104.1. Uh, guess the, uh, well, here's what it says. She goes, Aaron and I both agree we would so rock Pillow Pants' world. Ugh. Maybe together, just passing a thought. Now, here's the problem. Uh, she listened to the show when we were in D.C., so huh. she's in Baltimore. Mm. So no real chance there, pillow pants, of this ever happening. But she's incredibly cute. Not smart. You ever notice, like, all the really, really hot chicks we have listening that never really say anything until we move out of the area? <laughs> <laughs> then all of a sudden it's, hey, I love the show. Are you kidding? Show's over? Done. Dubs who? <laughs> what? Please. Five thousand. Thank goodness. Just stay in Vegas. Um. Yeah, she's hot, man. Look at that. You want us to get you a trip up to B-more? See if we can fly her and Aaron down? What do you mean, no? You got your heart broken last night. A couple of hot bitches that want to do you. It's a long trip. Oh. You're so... We can call Bruce back. Mo. Why are you going to give Bruce a hard time? You know we're, you know we're a gay-friendly show. What? He wants to give us a hard time. All right. No. Didn't have to go there. He will for 20 bucks. <laughs> That's hot. Damn her, I'm not even in her top eight. Why some fan? Yeah. And pillow pants is. Ugh. I That's hate a- her judgment. Yeah. She's cute, though. Did you see her photo? Look at her. Just ignore the part about the three-way with her and pillow pants and another chick. Matt flicks off the computer screen. <laughs> Are we sure it's not something he set up? That is true. You never know. You know, like one of those fake bits they do across the street where they set up a fake profile to make it seem like a hot chick is into him? But have you seen him type on a computer? That would take him <laughs> maybe three three years. I don't know why you're so pissed, man. You were touched by an angel. Oh. Is that a Della Reese joke? <laughs> what was that? Would you rather it was Della Reese, though? I don't get it. You don't get it? An Angel Jenny? Oh, ugh. <laughs> That's what we all laughed at. Oh. Oh, boy. Man, I like how you thought that was a Della Reese joke. <laughs> I know. All right, I guess we're done tonight. All right, Strat says, I missed the show. Did Matt talk at all about what I offered him? Ooh. Living in a job? Uh, I bring knee pads, though. That's all. Uh, no, actually, he did not. What is this all about? Just an opportunity, maybe. Ooh. Wow, look at you. What <laughs> kind Oral? of opportunity is that? Um, I only have to shave his back every once in a while, and that's all I have to do. Well, why didn't you offer that up to me? I could have used it. Mm. I could have used it all this time. I already massaged your feet. By the way, I got some corns I'm going to need worked out when we get home. <laughs> <laughs> Wake up with the monsters of the morning. Shannonburg Middays, Phillips Fall in the afternoon. We're the hideout. Back at 7.
Stay tuned for the Real Radio Rewind. Um, be somebody always took good. And God bless King Dude. We still Be doing... somebody always talk good. Oh, you kidding. <laughs> Question everything and stay classy. Thanks, EJ, for coming and hanging out tonight. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 5,000. Grab your drama, drama, attention, drama, drama, attention. Call or die, call or die, call or die. Uh. Oh, yeah, you're cool. retards in area. You're a retard. Heretic Brainstorm. Heretic Brainstorm. Hideout Download. Shock Jock. Radio Roadblock. Hot Talk. Hot Talk. What do you mean I'm gay? Hot Talk. Mo. Insert this. Polar Bears. Mo. Shut up and leave us alone, you douche. I be smacking my hoes. Everyone knows it goes. Kick him to the floor. Step on them hard. Step on them hard. Kick him to the floor. Cause I, I be smacking my hoes. I be smacking my hoes. I, I be smacking my hoes. I don't know. I, I, 5,000.